This week on the BAMFcast, we watch a fly movie that'll kick your ass. We may not be hip, but we sure are hop. It's about time for this rap to stop. Watch this movie, it'll make you grin. As we always say, what star we're in. BMF out, boy. All right, welcome to the BAMF hey, Cast. Hey, yes. Episode 168. Oh my God. Huzzah. Wow. Huzzah. Podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every fly episode of the BAMF Cast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Uh, then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half of the podcast, and then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! Robot jocks! Yay. And the bad bad movies get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. <laughs> I don't like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, sir. Yeah. Good call on that. Smart decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To not like that. So, um, just... This was random movie, no themes, no plans. We just were like, what do we have at our disposal? And it's the only criteria was no action. No action. No action. Like we've done too many one-liner reaction movies. Yeah. This is something different. So we picked out 1985's Rappin'. Rappin'. Man. And I, and I have to say Rappin'. Because there's no G on the end. Rappin' with an apostrophe. Rappin'. There's plenty of G's in the movie. Drop that But G. no G there in the are. title. Zero G. So, plot summary <laughs> for so Rappin'. Wacky. Yes, no gravity. And then did, you we say, can, did you just say weapon? Yes, weapon, 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 That's still a plot summary for weapon. Weapon. An ex-con and breakdancer helps save a neighborhood from a greedy developer while trying to win a rap contest. No. Uh, no. 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 Uh, no. 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 That is incorrect. That is completely incorrect. That is absolutely one hundred percent wrong. The one we had on the thing that we saw it on was much better. That was like what we the, the original summary we saw was like. Rapping X- happens yeah, and then X-Con, save the rec center. Yeah, XCON basically <laughs> has to rap to save the neighborhood. Yes. And we're like, yeah. yes. Yes. It's a rec center movie. Done. Let's right. do it. Yes, let's do that. That description is wrong. It, it is there is no break dancing in this movie. No, there's not. So anyway. Disregard. Disregard all that part. <laughs> we're gonna now tell you what it's actually about. Yeah. Rapping. That'll be our new thing. We read the wrong description and mm-hmm. then correct it for about we, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's about Rappin' Hood. Yeah. Why not? Well, that is kind of what it is, because Mario Van Peebles plays John Rappin' Hood. Yes. Yeah. Rappin' mm-hmm. Hood and the Prince of G's. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wish that this movie would have been called that. Well, they Could've kind been. of go into the Robin Hood thing at certain oh, yeah. points oh, in yeah. the time oh, in yeah. the movie. That's so, yeah. quite clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, he's... Starts with the movie, he's getting out of prison, mm-hmm. and they hand him back his Served clothes, his, his sweet jacket, and his boombox. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. the credit sequence is basically him going around the neighborhood with a boombox, high-fiving everybody, you know, hey, you're back. While a mm-hmm. song, well, while a rap song yes. plays telling of his adventures. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Narrating the events. Basically doing Robin a full-on Stargrove of, hey... Here he comes. Yeah. He's walking down the street. <laughs> Most of the lyrics are basically rapping hood. Rap, rap, rapping hood. Rapping hood. Mm-hmm. He's rapping rappin hood. Rap. Listen. He's served his time and he's <laughs> on here his for way good. to something, something, something. something rapping hood. Rapping, rap, rap, yeah. rap, rapping hood. Yeah. Well, Daryl Ray. Let's, let's even address a little for earlier on. Like the, it's a canon film. Yes. Mm-hmm. That should be established. It's by the director of Breakin'. Of course. <laughs> and uh, Golem Globus produced, mm-hmm. so only the finest, yeah. full on 
And not, some people not a, claim not a, yeah. it's a spiritual sequel to Breakin' Two, I, but not in really. That, in that it's just another the same urban film and director. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's but, another. It's but, about saving the neighborhood or sure. whatever. When the it's, Canon logo came up, we were all like, "Holy oh, God!" Well, first the MGM logo, yeah, yeah MGM became, logo, yeah. and then yeah. Canon. Like two signs of quality. We need a poster like, of the MGM logo somewhere in mm-hmm. here. They'll sell it to you pretty cheap. You can probably sure get the original did. logo. <laughs> yeah, you can probably get the original. They'll give you the lion. They'll give you the lion. Yeah. 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 Just, hey, rawr, lion. Like, rawr. <laughs> Dude, what I, I would kill for like a little animatronic lion, like in the can Ars we, Gradia can artist. We, yeah, can we, can we just name him Art? Art the Lion. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, rapping anyway, hood. He's rapping. Rap, rap, rapping hood. <laughs> and, you know, he at first we're like, I was afraid he was going to be an antagonist. Because he's kind of like pretending to break into a car and this guy's like, you son of a bitch, what are you doing? And it turns out that guy's an asshole, so it's yeah. okay, but... Yeah, but then all of a sudden, somebody cracks a whip at him. Oh, that would be Eric LaSalle. Yeah, <laughs> yes. well, they pan up and we realize he's got the sunglasses on. He takes the sunglasses off and it's Eric LaSalle, uh-huh. who hands off his whip to Kadeem Hardison. Of course. What? And we're just like... It's like an alumni reunion. <laughs> Every NBC show is in this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... They pretend like they're going to karate fight, and then they do the whole, the, you know, the predator handshake almost. Pre-predator. Yeah. Predator but still, stole But still, it it's, it's, it's the whole arm up, you yes. know, tough guy You son handshake. of a bitch. Ahead of their time. Yes. Yeah. And then they hug it out. Yeah, they do. Like, and hey. And then we're like, oh, everybody's buddies. They're friends. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. Then he heads home, and we meet his grandmother mm-hmm. and his brother. Yes. Grandmother is never given grandma. a name, just grandma. Yeah. And, and his little brother is the little brother from The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's playing the little brother role again. Hey, yeah. You get typecast. Mm-hmm. We need a good little brother. Leo O'Brien. Leo O'Brien <laughs> is his name. Leo oh, O'Brien. Leonard O'Brien. Our Leonard favorite O'Brien. Irish actor, Leo O'Brien. <laughs> from Boston. Yeah, but they, they come in and, and it's like, hey, grandma, I'm out of jail. and Yeah. And then he starts hitting on his grandmother. Yes. Saying how good she looks. Grandma, right. you look so fine. Yeah. Well, he comes in the door, then, he comes in the door barking this. first. Oh, yes. Because oh, yeah. he's just like, <laughs> and he's like, is that John? Is he home? <laughs> and yeah, then he hits on her. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then they rap at her. Yes. He and his brother decide that they're going to rap at their grandmother. Mm-hmm. We'll tag Talking team about rap. all the chicks they love and the mm-hmm. ones big, that big booty are the best and, ones. And, yeah. And every I time, think, every time she says something like that, she's just like, Ooh, she's doing the, oh, Lordy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that seems like it's like their, like their little rap between the brothers. Yeah. Like they've, they've like, done that a while. They, they, yeah, yeah. They made it up before. Yeah. Before he went to jail. Before he went to jail. And they were just assault. Yeah. Bringing yeah. it back. And this is the point where we were like, this is a musical, isn't it? Like there's going to be a song no. every couple minutes. Yes. Not yes. quite. No, but, but it's close. It's going that way for a while mm-hmm. because then they go to the club. Um, yeah. which has like a professional singer in it and we're a little worried here. It's like, wait a minute, this is not rapping. Yeah. This she is was singing. Straight up. She was singing. not a rapist. No. She was like in the Shaka Khan mold. But this know? club, very popular. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Sorry, you just can't say <laughs> that. Just, That's a trigger word for me. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Damn. Damn, damn. Were you hypnotized at some point and then whenever someone says yes, Shaka yes. Khan, you just go, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Anyway. She was a wrecked-ass Shaka, though. Yeah, yeah, she's not a good Shaka Khan. No. No. Khan. But this is all at his welcome home party, mm-hmm. yeah. which they've staged in this nightclub 
which doesn't seem like it's exclusive to just them. They've just hung his banner. No, it's like they're mm-hmm. regulars, you know. Yeah, they hung yeah. a banner in the, in, the, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. And but everyone mission accomplished. As shitty jail. as this neighborhood is, this place is like ten times as nice. Oh, it's a nice, sweet club. club. Yeah, yeah. smoky. I mean, like a car know, hanging out from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Nice Neon light show going on. Smoke machine. Yeah. And it's kind of your typical 80s kind of zany nightclub. Sure. Like, if you turn yeah. the lights on this place, it would just be gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Of course. Well, the bathroom is Every shady. club. Oh, God. That's, That's always a sign. Club. Yes. Yeah. So. But yeah, as soon as they walk in, like, he immediately... Well, first he sees the, the girl, I, I, which paints it out like she's the girl from mm. the past or something. Dixie. Dixie. Yeah. Dixie. Dixie. Yeah. And, but then, like, immediately she's, you know, sideswiped by her now boyfriend. Is it Dwayne? Dwayne. Dwayne. And he's just immediately Todd, like, cool dude. Oh, you're back. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm yeah. the man well, now. Well, he just sits there picking a Dog. fight with him. Yeah. yeah. But it's we jumped it before past. after this that they have. It's before because it? our first it, dance no. battle. When it, yeah. When it starts, they're just going through the club and like people, everyone's dancing is just doing their moves and everything. And oh, I thought, I thought he was like walked in and was oh, immediately no. like, the, no. the dance battle takes okay, place okay. before he even comes into the club. Sure. Because what happens is, is like two dudes just sort of hit each other. Like bump into each other in that dumbass way that people do, which immediately mm-hmm. turns into a "Hey, bro, you know, you disrespect bro. me, bro. bro. Yeah. Come at <laughs> me, bro. bro. Right? And like, you me, think bro. you can take me? Come on!" And we're like, "Oh man, gonna oh, get a gonna, Donnybrook this early? They're gonna cut each other, and chairs no, are gonna be. We are not getting a Donnybrook. No, we're getting West Side we're, Story. We're getting a Dancy Brook because <laughs> these guys get fancy quickly. Pirouettes and oh my god! Well, it like, starts off like you know, one guy challenge like." Show me your moves. And he yeah. does. And then the other guy's like, okay, I'll show you my moves. But you're almost mm-hmm. the exact same moves. And then they start doing it at the same time. And it's like, okay, guys, now you're just two dudes <laughs> dancing together. Yeah. I mean, you, you cease the dance, dance battle. This is not how it works. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, that was know, the point where I realized he like, wanted we, to feel the heat from. Something. Yeah, <laughs> we had no sense of irony in the 80s, did we? Yeah. Yeah. we weren't like, like nobody in the whole production of this is looking at it going. You don't think people are going to take this the wrong way, all right? Do you? <laughs> no. No, no, man. No. It was just two tough dudes dancing. Yeah, I mean, come on. Sh- I got, hey, they, you, know, these, you got served is the same agile. freaking movie. They're like cats. <laughs> no, but they, they at least take turns and you got served, sir. Okay, fine. I'm That's saying true. Th- dance battle is fine. Okay. Maybe not doing the moves they were doing, okay. which is yeah. full on yeah. ballet moves. Yeah this, yeah, this gets pretty balletic. And then, and then the they end, just hug it out. They're just like, yeah, yeah bro, yeah. all right. Like, you're pretty sweet. You know, you got some moves. Yeah. I respect you. And that's it. It's like mm-hmm. that piece is had. Mm-hmm. And and that's when Mario Van Peebles comes in. He okay. walks in, yeah. And we find out one of the dudes was in Mario's gang and the other yeah. one was in Dwayne's gang. Right. The and they're no longer thicket. friends anymore. No. <laughs> not. It was a short-lived truce among dancers. Yeah, because Hood went to jail and then like the gang splintered. Because mm-hmm. Dwayne used to be his bro. Yeah. And, and now he's not anymore. Dwayne is just openly hostile. Like, oh, like trying to get him to fight him. The thing about Dwayne is that the movie just writes him as he's he's he hates Hood, but they never tell you why. But they used to be no. bros. They used to be bros, and then Hood went to jail, and then he comes back, and he's just like, "You son of a bitch." And it should be the other way around. Logically, mm-hmm. you would think like Hood took the fall for that guy or something like that, mm-hmm. and then while he was gone. Dwayne rose up or whatever. They never really say what hood was in jail for. Never just assault assault. is what comes up at some point. But basically just Dwayne is just like, fuck you. How Mm -hmm. dare you come back? Well, yeah. And and by the end of their conversation, he is just screaming in his face. I mean, he's like, hit me. (laughs) Hit me. Well, he's sticking his chin out and just like, punch it, punch my chin, punch, punch me, punch me. 
punch me. Right in my chin. And Mario Van Peebles is just like, nope. <laughs> just walks nah. away and well, what sort does of... He, what does he say when he leaves? No, it's later. Because he, he walks away and he goes to the bathroom. Yeah, he, well, he storms he, off. He yeah. like, off to the bathroom and, he knows and if he punches him, the paper gonna towel get, holder. He's, he's going to be violating parole, right. most likely. Yeah, so. but he punches the paper towel holder and then kicks the stall door open and there's a dude in there <laughs> taking dude. a dump. And he's just like, and just pulls up his pants up. That dude doesn't wipe. No, that's gross. That's gross. He probably didn't get to the point of shitting. He was just sitting there, you know. Just yeah, if this was modern day, we'd say he was checking his phone. Yeah, possibly. Like, all right, no, check Twitter. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But yeah, and then yeah. then Dixie comes into the bathroom, or she you know gets away from Dwayne and comes Dwayne. into the bathroom. Dwayne. And you know they have a little moment. She's like, "Oh, your hands bleeding from punching the paper towel holder. Let me clean this with this nasty ass mm-hmm. punching." Can, <laughs> yeah. Can we give a, a, a short? nod to what actually happened like he ran up and just tapped the the paper towel holder with his fist yeah. and he just mm-hmm. fell off the wall yeah, sure <laughs> but it was, it was the least aggressive punch in the world yeah well she's being a little sweet to him and Dwayne like 20 seconds well, later comes busting into the bathroom he's like what's going on in yeah. here well he and just he sort of he sticks his head in the door and just sort of says the bathroom it's like, yeah. yes, <laughs> you're yeah. right. Hello, this is the bathroom. Welcome. Is this Dwayne? <laughs> yeah. So I have uh, your account they, number, please. They, they get, he gets in his face again. And then this is when bad people, or I'm sorry, we'll call him uh, Rappin or John or something. But sure. Hood. 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 We'll Hood. call him Hood. Hood. Okay, so Hood MVP. storms off again. <laughs> Hood MD. And I, this is when he says something like he's just like, his outline is really weird. He's just like the bathroom, and then walks yeah, out. It's yeah. it, it's just I, it's weird. Yeah. Like, what's going on in here? <laughs> the bathroom. What's going on? Yep. It, it was just yeah, weird. And then he storms out again. The thing about Murray Van Peebles is he never comes off as tough in any way whatsoever. No, because he spends so much time grinning at everyone. He's pretty like, happy. It's weird. He's just like he's also very pretty. Yeah, he's he's very, he's quite pretty. Well, yeah, because movie. he's he's got the Jerry curl going. Yeah, he's got two Superman curls going. Yeah, on. and he's got the curls on the forehead yeah. that are always in the same spot. Yes, it's good. That's good Jerry curl. Yeah, yeah. He's just a well put together man. He is yeah. <laughs> handsome, and they keep giving him like a lot of lip, a good rapist, like a lot of lip gloss or something. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. the movie because yeah. he's like shiny lips. He just yeah. he he never looks tough, but they no. keep trying to present him as tough. Whereas Dwayne, like, always comes off as way tougher than him, even though he's kind of, like, not really. And he's, he's one of the dudes in Delta Force. Is he? Yeah. I was going to say, he I, kinda... I want to say he's the one that died before the end of it. Which guy? Okay. Uh, uh, Dwayne. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in Delta, right, yeah. Force. Delta Force. Yeah, the whole time I was thinking, he's like... married to Kim Delaney. He, he kind of reminded me of, like, if bitch. Cameron from Ferris Bueller was trying to be tough at certain points in the movie. Because, like, yeah. when he when he raised his voice... See, now, I was going to say the record producer guy reminded me of Cameron. Yeah. Really? I was getting a heavy Cameron vibe okay. from that yeah. guy, well, so... For some reason, when Dwayne... Whenever he raised his voice, I got a Cameron vibe of, but like, that, I can like, see that. Dwayne does, like... like he well, looks... when he's doing the, the father on the phone thing, like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Asshole! Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. But Dwayne, <laughs> he looks suck. close to, like, uh, you know, the early 80s Nick Cage. He's got a little bit of that going he on. He kind of right. does. Yep. He looks like about four different dudes. Like, you're looking at him, and he lo- sort of looks like maybe Brendan Fraser had a younger brother at some point who yeah. was in movies, and it's just like, hey, that guy could be almost that other guy. Mm-hmm. He never is. Nope. <laughs> he's, he's just Dwayne. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> he's just Dwayne. he basically, the party ends, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, Mario Van Peebles kind of storms off. The girl's like, Dwayne, you're such an asshole. Yeah. And then it's just kind of, and scene. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's who? Yeah. That's kind of when we discover that the evil land baron, Mr. 
douche trot center or whatever his name is <laughs> mr whitey pants I yeah. mean, it doesn't matter yeah he's yeah. just like he's he's got a henchman and a guy drawing in his office and he's just you know get me that land i need that land he never even says what the land is for it's another detail this movie omits it's just guy Not wants necessary. land it's yeah. whatever the They're development deal something. Is. yeah something but usually they you know they come into town and bark at him like we're putting up a shopping mall or whatever it's yeah. 1980s no. pittsburgh i i mean there's lots of land to go around, and it's, yeah. none of it's very expensive. Why this place? Why here? Most of it should be knocked yeah. down yeah. anyway. <laughs> but he wants it. He wants Thorndike. it a lot. Thorndike. Okay, I knew yeah. he had Thorndike. a dumbass name. <laughs> it's not a Man. bad guy name at all, is yeah. it? But basically... More like Thorndick. <laughs> he's got a henchman who, who he's like, you know, get these people out of my neighborhood, who's, I guess, the landlord of this neighborhood. He's like... Get these guys out of my neighborhood. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can. Well, his henchman is like if Carlton grew up, it would be this guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just nerdy. Just. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just like, he's the guy. He's like, he's black. But when he walks into the neighborhood, he's just like looking around like he's going to get robbed. It's like Dude. Cedric. Yeah. Is that was he's Cedric. Cedric. Uh, okay. Yeah. But he's the henchman. And he's the guy that um, Hood was messing with his car in the yeah. beginning of the movie. He drives a sweet Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice red one. <laughs> yes all red to everything mm-hmm. inside is red mm-hmm. fuzzy <laughs> but yeah he, just, he basically right yeah. america he, yeah he basically it's just a plot of like i want this land you cedric go out and get it and <laughs> do what you do okay sir right yeah. he's like whatever you gotta do do yeah. it just right. don't tell me about it yeah, yeah. i don't want to i don't want to know yeah. yeah and then it's like scene you know? right okay mm-hmm. there's your plot yep just let that linger for a little while right Did you have to and then to get us away from the plot because who needs it nah. uh Hood and his crew go to visit the guy who won the dance off with whatever mm-hmm. the other guy mm-hmm. who's working. He's the only one who apparently has a job. He's working in like a grocery warehouse of some kind. Yeah. And they come in and just start fucking with everything. And then it's like, hey, our friend is fat. Let's sing a song about him eating everything. Well, isn't his like name wine? like Tubbs or something? Fats. 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 <laughs> Fats. Okay. So. Not even that great. Yeah. Fats. Okay. Fats. Just straight up fucking fats. Yeah. So there's, there's, let's break down the crew here. We got Hood, Hood. the leader. Mm-hmm. You've got Eric LaSalle, Ice. Ice. You got mm-hmm. uh, Kadeem Hardison, Moon. M O O N. Spells Kadeem yeah. Hardison. Spells Kadeem. Richie. <laughs> Richie Abanes. Yeah. Yeah. Richie. Yeah. He, right. he's, he's the playing, white dude. Well, he's playing he's his own name. Guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Italian. And he's, he's, the, he's the Tony Danza of the group. Yes, exactly. You, right. you have to call him by his first name, right. or Otherwise he doesn't he respond. Doesn't pay attention. Sure. <laughs> and then there's then there's Fats, and then uh, you know every once in a while the Alan, the little brother, yeah, who mm-hmm. kind of joins in periodically. Depends. Our favorite Irish actor, Leo O'Brien. Yes, Leo O'Brien. <laughs> ah, Leo O'Brien. <laughs> but yeah, yeah holy- Richie, Richie's working in this warehouse, and then they come in with Fats, and they're Fats is looking around in the boxes. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, oh my god, just touching everything. Look at yeah. all this food. Yeah. food. And then it becomes a group rap song yeah. with every member participating eventually. Yes. Called Snack Attack. Snack Attack. Snack Attack. Snack Attack. Yes. And it, it pretty much wraps up with Fats shoving a giant cake in his mouth <laughs> yes. all over his just, face. He's double fisting cake. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's just grabbing well, it and all, shoving. Yes. And they're all just in his face hand. singing at him. But, but before we get to that point, there there there's points where they're juggling asparagus. Sure. And I think lemons or oranges. oranges. Yeah. Like you do. And I mean, life gives you oranges. I mean, there, there was like, there was flatbread and I yeah, mean, there just, was oh, yeah. like, generic groceries of all kinds. It just, yeah. it made me miss the days where rap songs could be about bullshit. Sure. like groceries as long as the beat mm-hmm. was you know? cool yeah. yeah and nowadays like you get no street cred for asparagus no, no. no. none 
No, this song would get you killed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got a guy you get you in a serious no, rap beef this with shit somebody. Ain't no diss, but it's gonna make your piss feel bad. <laughs> you are the king of the rapists yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The asparagus rap. Well, they got the guy yeah. rapping about a thrift store now. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, I guess that's true. But, but yeah, so it back. they're just He's fucking right, around though. in this <laughs> warehouse, and I'm like, they're gonna get that dude fired. And rest assured. Dude's old white boss comes in and is like, get out of here, you damn yeah. kids with your food and your wrapping. Yeah, and then, <laughs> get out of here. And so they just grab fire. handfuls of they food. grab a bunch of food and leave. And, and just they, run out. And they're just like, ha-ha. And they're like, hey, Richie, sorry we got you fired. He's like, ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I was yeah. only getting like $3 an hour. It's like, it's well, dude, in 1985, you'd be okay. Yeah. Besides, have you seen where you live? You live in a hole. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> yes. Like they're squatting in a building. Yes. I'm sure that they do not live. We never saw any living conditions yeah. besides Hood and his grandma. Well, no, yeah. they they had that tunneled out clubhouse right. where they all had dirty mattresses oh, on the floor. True, it was like true. World yeah. War II blitz mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had happened there. Yeah, I mean, I know that's what yeah. Pennsylvania looks like. But well, the, 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 the people whose heat Sorry. got turned off, they had, um, they actually had, they had some rugs. Yeah, they had some rugs. Stuff. <laughs> they had slightly above hovel conditions. <laughs> Yeah, barely barely that's Ish. actually a government like term it's but yeah delineation. this is when the movie Poverty gets as close to like robin hood as it can because the cops roll up and they're like hey where'd you get those boxes <laughs> well, of food they go you've been grocery shopping boys or then he for whatever reason hood breaks into a rastafarian <laughs> accent mm-hmm. he's just like oh yeah we just be taking the food here and giving it to the people that be needing it and they're like no reason yeah i guess other than like mm-hmm. conceal your identity sort of Even like, though, i think they call him by name when they roll up I, hey hood <laughs> i guess but yeah and then they just, start, they just start going to random doors and guys <laughs> just dropping off the groceries well, they do that they, they say it to one person it's like Irish. here's yeah, <laughs> yeah nazi here to be your groceries <laughs> but then like everyone else is just knock 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 on the door and leave the box and run yeah there's a and box they, of Boboli pizza crust and just for you. Some, and they're like, food. Like, they're like, sweet Jesus, with God has kids. answered our prayers. Yeah, she was like, oh my God, we haven't seen real food yeah, in flat yeah, bread. a month. Yay! Bread. Holy Lord, we've got bread now. But, you know you got it bad when you get excited about just Boboli pizza crust. No, you you know you got it bad when like someone leaves a box of food on your door and you trust it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, thank God, yeah. food. I mean, like, like, if there's a person there going, hey, I got this food for you, okay, he yeah. may seem legit. But I mean, sure. box... If we walked outside the studio right now and there was a box of food there, I would I would set it on fire. Not, I'd be like, we're not eating no, that. Right. <laughs> it depends what's in oh, it. We're not going to cook it. What about <laughs> what about if there's zatarins? <laughs> if there was zatarins, then I'd eat that. Well, like, I mean, or like clout can, would canned go goods, maybe as long as they're not dented. But brought to you by zatarins. <laughs> no, if they're dented, that's well, fine. Okay. We are some picky, free eating food. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, dude, somebody leaves a box of food on my porch. I don't know those cans dented. Maybe if there's a note, if you're going to leave a box of food, at least leave a note. Yes, let's establish these rules please if you're going to leave us a box of food non-dented cans and a note if you can't hang around to talk to us like i would i don't think i'd trust fresh produce no yeah because that's really what they stole was a bunch of produce (laughs) and bubbly bubbly if that's not refrigerated you can forget it there's no way i mean that maybe i mean i I can barely eat that when it's in prime conditions like it was ostensibly like (laughs) bubbly is gross no it's pretty good but raw not, bubbly? Oh, well, no. no, no, fuck no. no. I mean, <laughs> it was even it was in the dead of winter. Yeah, they didn't have heat, yeah, so still, they couldn't have baked it. It was refrigerated it on the furnace. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. It's not really, delivery. This whole it's scene disgusting. is just to introduce us to members of the community that are, right. Poor. say, like, hey, not everyone here is black. Yeah. Because there's the white family, and there's, like, the Chinese family. Well, and there's, there's, the old family family and there's the old Jewish lady. There's yeah. the, I, I, the Greek, yeah, the Greek hot dog place. vendor. The yes, it's a... 
it's a very multicultural song. I need yes. a year yeah. old. And then there's the Asian guy who owns the produce place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a different produce place from the one that Richie worked at. Asian grocery, right. right? Yeah. Well, Richie worked at the fucking factory. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> that supplies that guy. No. So basically, they stole from him. Oh okay. Yes, I'm sure. Sorry, they, they sure they charged the Chinese man for it. They pay it back later, so it's, yeah. it's okay. Oh, oh yes, of course. Yeah. So yeah. Snack attack song. Snack attack scene. Yeah, and this is yeah, and that's pretty. It, it just goes well, no, 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 scene actually because this is the first time we see their hovel. They go back yeah. to their, their hovel and right, then they like they finish the snack attack song. Like yeah. they've given out all the food and they're like, uh, ha ha ha! We gave out all the food yeah. and snack attack. Right. And fat still, fat still has, has icing, icing on, his on his face. face. It's gross. Great. Looks like you've blown a seal. No, mm. <laughs> 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 Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. 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 And then uh, is this when Cedric starts showing up and putting notices on people's doors yes. that basically says you're, you're you've got too many people yeah. living in your building. Yes, you if have you have five more than days, yeah, you have if you have more than four people in this place, you have invalidated your lease or whatever. Get out! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone's like, you Jesus, five no! days because yeah. everyone apparently has Which twenty other, people living. Other with than them. that one lady with the kids, I don't know who. Well, I mean, that. even Grandma, Grandma had, had three just, people. Yeah, just her and the little brother and and Hood. Yeah. So they are all right. I don't know why they're mm-hmm. up in arms. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> they would have been okay. But. They were going to evict all of them. Yeah. Didn't matter. It, it's loose law. You know, they're just, eh. Mm-hmm. Plot law. Yeah. yeah. And about this time, you've got the girlfriend. What's her name? Dixie. 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 She, she works for a record company. Yeah, she's working Brr. for a record company, so she's been hearing people singing and it's their, oh, way gotta, to, it's their way to get a few more songs on the soundtrack. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah we've really had a couple of like songs. full length, like here's them recording a song. Yeah. It was a pretty mm-hmm. decent well, song. Plus, there's other like weird little side plots. I don't remember exactly where it shows up, but there's like the little kids rapping on the yeah, street. I would really call that a plot. And then, well, no, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, well, just, like things, like other sure. ways to shoehorn in some songs. Some Cause, rapping. Because like, Hood walks up and they're like, <laughs> hey, Hood, rap for us. And he's like, all right, give, give me some me random co- words. Give me a color. And he's like, blue, okay, blue, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, went, blue, yes. blue, blue, yes. blue, blue, yeah. Bravo. Yeah. But yeah, he starts out with like, he's like, well, what should I? You are the voice of a generation right now. What should I rap about? And then they're like, the color yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's yellow like, trees. Yellow. yellow, the grass is yellow, yellow and the trees are dogs. too. And I'm rapping hood and follow me, kids. And so are you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because they but. like... <laughs> they, they just wander through the neighborhood as he's rapping, rapping about away. colors. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh-huh. Um, Long and then he gets, Dixie. Dixie comes up and they start talking. And he's like, "Take over!" And then they just follow the the other kid, yeah, the younger brother. He keeps like, rapping yeah. about colors, like, and they're just like, "Yay, let's yeah. go follow you!" The pied rapping Piper, <laughs> right? Yes. A band of merry rappers. That just sets up like him talk, getting a chance to talk to Dixie. Gang and of first rapists. off, explaining like, "No, there was nothing weird going on there. I'm just rapping to some random kids." But yeah, yeah, just you know. <laughs> but then I, she she explains the side plot of, "Hey, we're holding a rap tryout." The other uh, in a couple days at this nightclub, so yeah. you should show right. up and show off your skills, right? Because you've got some. And yeah, he's like, and he's, uh, he just seems like I don't understand why he's like I, he's good I at just, it. I just he rap doesn't, for fun. Yeah, no one's gonna pay me for this, no. and everything's bullshit. It's not what I want to do. And, yeah. and she's like, block. you could win, and they will give you money. He's like, oh, I don't know about no, that. Maybe I'll just show. I up. don't know. Whatever. I don't want. I'm <laughs> an unemployed felon. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what I need with money or it's success. just a fad, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. really gonna do this. So, but yeah, then he, he, all that basically does is set up the rapping contest, mm-hmm. which the first act on stage is ice fucking tea. Ice <laughs> fucking tea. And and what's his? Uh, what was this band back then? Ice tea. Oh, and they had a band. The too. ice teas. 
Yeah, I forget. That's I, how they're well, billed well, in the it credits. Was, it was I a really shitty, the, shitty version of Body Count. Rhyme like, Syndicate. Rhyme Syndicate? Yes. I thought it was like something, uh, it must have been one of the other groups, like something mm-hmm. threat. During something. the audition scene in the nightclub with Ice-T, the DJ and rapper with him on the stage were members of his real-life crew, Rhyme Syndicate. Okay. There you go. Well, they were a shitty, <laughs> they, they were, they were yeah. a shitty version Garcia. of Body Syndicate Count. Because yeah. it's like, <laughs> yes. like they're playing like these really Esquire. generic 80s beats and everything. MB. And then like yeah. he and like one other dude are on stage with like... You know, machine like submachine guns on, on strapped to their shoulders, and they're yes, just like and they're rapping murder, about murder, 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 <laughs> murder. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's at a very upbeat murder rap. Yeah. At least Ice T was keeping it real, man. He was, he was, <laughs> he was telling stories from the streets <laughs> even back he, then. He was. I, I got to give him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, <laughs> and this is the point we'll mention. Apparently, according to the IMDb trivia mm-hmm. and other sources, mm-hmm. Ice T did all the raps for Mario Van Peebles. Throughout the course of the movie, which is even weirder because Mario Van Peebles wrote like half the raps on the soundtrack. But I, I, mean, I, I can hear it. Those credits. I can when when he's rapping, I can hear it. I can hear yeah, early Ice T doing it. It's just weird that Mario Van Peebles. I wonder if he was just like, look, I can write these rhymes, but I cannot. I have no rhythm, no flow, because it's not like we've ever seen Mario Van Peebles in any other role where he's actually like, you know, performing in some mm-hmm. way that I know of. And all the real dancing that they show like early on. Yeah. Is it's always waist down. Waist down. Yeah. And so yeah. apparently he can't dance either. So. Well, he did a little bit of dancing. He's pretty. He doesn't have to do these things. Yeah. So he's a pretty man. Stunt man. <laughs> but yeah, Stunt after rap. But Ice-T, and they're performing, and the guy's like, I don't know, they just don't have that something I'm looking for. And the girl's yeah, like, yeah, They're a little yeah, too scary and talking about yeah. murder and this upbeat music. Yeah. But off of the background, <laughs> because like you get, you get to kind of see him first before yeah. they come on stage, because oh, I know I you're itching him. to talk about him. No yeah, pun intended. Oh, God, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. I didn't, I swear. But, like, they're off of the background, and there's like five dudes, and they're in like like letter, Letterman sweaters they kind of look like, mm-hmm. and they all have big Fs on their chest. Yeah. And they, they were sitting there like, so I, I made this stupid joke of like, is that the F troop? Because you just see them off and we're like, we're not mm-hmm. even sure we're going to see these guys. Yeah. And then they come out and I will pass the mic to you because like I said, I know you want. <laughs> you enjoy the shit. F squad rappers. Yeah. <laughs> they're itching for a scratch. <laughs> Which the song is itching for a scratch. Yes. And every time that they have the skitch, the guys like rub their pants. <laughs> like they're corduroy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they all take turns like break dancing in the front of the line but they're all wearing blue sweaters with a giant yellow f in the middle of it mm-hmm. and they're all like just it's almost like just plain ass sneakers they just they look ridiculous especially after iced tea sure. and his buddy like slinging around ridiculous with Uzis. to begin with i mean oh no but they were great no but in comparison yes Ice-T only looked ridiculous because he weighed like 45 pounds right. and his head looked three <laughs> sizes too big for that body. Well, he was hungry. They, they keep going because then like one guy comes forward and isn't the, these were also the guys that were doing like the Michael Jackson, James Brown thing too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone had like their own voice. Yeah. yeah well, like, but they were like doing little almost weird owl imitations. Yes. Of stuff yes. One guy was it. so Michael Jackson and then he goes away and then James Brown comes out and it's just yeah. like, what in the hell is happening here? And it just, yeah, it's like they're rapping, but kind of also rapping in the style of like yeah. if James Brown was rapping. And I have I a theory, but I have a theory about this now because okay. like Ice-T was like the, the Papa Bear 
and these guys were like the mama bear, like too soft, you know, too hard, too soft. And then, oh yeah, because and they then cut. then yeah. Hood gets on stage and he's no, like, no, no, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't no, 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 stage, no. But doesn't, no. He, doesn't he participate? In this? He doesn't get on stage oh, at no, 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 all. No, 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 that's right. That's right. What that's happens right. is is that yes. there is a bar fight that breaks out instantly when the guy has refused another drink because right. he pushes the bartender. The bartender's like, well, fuck no, that. No, no, he doesn't push the bartender. He oh, hits yeah, him he over the head with a bottle. That's right, okay. And breaks the, a bottle over his head. The bartender's like, oh, fuck no, you didn't. And grabs a chair <laughs> right. and goes after this guy. And mm-hmm. so they fight for like half a second and he that's goes right. like over. That's a two-man Donnie bro. Yes. He goes over a hood goes over and breaks them up while rapping about the evils of alcohol. About lady lady alcohol. alcohol. Yes. So I'm telling you, I'm saying he's the baby bear that the producer mm-hmm. was looking yes. for. The yeah. producer too, hard, too soft, just right. Yeah, because the producer gets up and is like watching this fight being broke up, and he's just like his, his face is just glowing. He's just like, <laughs> "Sweet Jesus, I have found what I am looking for. This is the most amazing thing ever. Please come to my studio and be my friend." He's perfect for that after-school special <laughs> rap that I wanted to do. I mean, he's just like, "Oh my God, you've got it. You have it, and I need to buy it from you mm-hmm. this week on a very special rapping." <laughs> right. Okay. What we've neglected to mention during this time the motivation that gets hood to say okay yeah i'll come rap for you and get paid Mm -hmm. is that hood's little brother stole the car radio out of henchman's car cedric's cedric's car sold it to a fence you know and sold it for 75 dollars this shitty stereo now it's the best fence in the world hood is trying to keep the peace so he's like don't worry I'll go get your radio. I'm sorry about that. My brother doesn't need any trouble. I'll I'll take care of this. Yeah, don't arrest him. Yeah. Goes back like 10 seconds after he sold to that dude. And the dude's like, sure, just give me $250 and you can have it back. Who This guy was also apparently like, you know, back in his criminal days was like his fence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah. I, I know. It's I a special came. rate. He says it's okay. I'll, for you, $250. You give me $250, I'll give you the radio back. He's like, shit. Yeah. And meanwhile, the brother like flat like out that, runs away from him. Right. So there's a big thing about that where he chases the brother down and takes whatever money he has left, which is probably $50 because he gave Fats $25 to spoon with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to hide, yeah, hide him from his brother. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. And so then record producer guys like, look, come down to the studio and I'll give you $200 if you rap for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like $200 hmm, plus the 50 I have. Yes, I will do this. Mm hmm. So that's the whole motivation for him Mm -hmm. to say, okay, I will rap for money. And at the same time, you have this scene where apparently Dixie has broken up with Dwayne, Mm -hmm. but Dwayne is not over it. No, no. Dwayne has issues. And (laughs) Dwayne comes like, and he's trying to catch her as she's going to work. Mm -hmm. He's going, Dixie, 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 he's he's literally yelling at her like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dixie, Dixie. And then. <laughs> and then he somehow meets with Cedric, who's just like, I got a problem. He's parked he, he, right outside the records yeah. where they were hanging out. He's like, I got a problem. He goes, you know, what do I care? And he goes, hood. hood. And he immediately gets in the car. <laughs> he's like, let's hear it. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, so they set up that something he's, he's going to need him to do something. He doesn't really say what. Yeah. And then he gets out of the car and Dixie still hasn't gone into the <laughs> building yet. Dixie. So Dixie, <laughs> Dixie stop. Yeah. Dixie. It's like, you're. No, it's like she Making ran it out, him. and then he accosted her once, and then she came back right, lo- yeah. right after this. Either well, she went to the bank and yes. then came back. Okay. <laughs> Either way, he's just like, you've been with the hood again, haven't yeah. you? It's like, I was never and with the hood. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Never. Yeah. 
And you know this. Yeah. yeah. You're just jealous. And he's like, I'm not he's jealous. Like, Give me back my chain. <laughs> he yanks the chain yeah. right off her. And she's just I'll like, chain my heart. Whatever. And he goes back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then, yeah, Hood comes in to rap. Mm-hmm. And so he comes in and raps about the ghetto and the, the cops are, you know, doing. And this is all intercut with because they, they've Cedric has gone and said, called the police and is just like, arrest the kid. Arrest the mm-hmm. little brother. He stole my well, radio. Dwayne does it. Oh, that's right. Dwayne. Yeah. yeah. He goes down to the phone booth and makes yeah. a call. So that's all intercut with the brother just getting jacked by the cops. I mean, just like turned upside down at one point and yeah. hauled into they jail. They send a squad of cops after this radio thief. <laughs> yes. 14 a, year old radio thief yeah. on a hunch with no evidence whatsoever. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> no eyewitnesses, no mm-hmm. evidence of any kind. Just, hey, go arrest this kid. And they yeah, throw his ass in jail. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, regular he, he, jail. Yeah, not juvie, jail. Regular ass jail. <laughs> yeah. And, and so Mario Van Peebles finishes up his song. Mm-hmm. And the producer's like, man, that was great. You know, he tells the girl, you got to get him to sign. You yeah, know, come to my office. He's like, nah, I don't do offices. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. and, and and they're like, well, we can cut you a check and be done, you know. No, nah, I don't And he's like, no, I, no, I need cash. cash. I, I need cash right now, man. So, and, and any sane human's like, wow, so are you going to buy crack or heroin yeah, or what are you buying? the matter like, with like, you? <laughs> you need cash that bad. Yeah. What? What drug you want? I'll for, help you for a man who can produce many rhyming words on a on a on an instant basis, yeah, he can't bother to explain like my little brother's in trouble. I've got to have this money yeah. to go. Yeah, he's not good with his words yeah. <laughs> unless they are set to a beat. Right. Let me tell <laughs> you here, true. my brother's in trouble. I need this cash and I need it on the double. Zizi, God damn it! Now you're gonna you can rap do it. again. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, I you broke just my broke promise. Your promise. I couldn't help it though. It, it came to me. Yeah, but the record producer's like, you felt it in your heart. I did. <laughs> sorry if I seem hurried. Sorry if I seem tense. But I got to get this money to give it to a fence. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, there you go. We're all rapists. Yeah. So record producer pulls out a wad of cash. Is like, oh, I just happen to have. Is mm. this the amount? <laughs> like it's a card trick. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. That's Thanks exactly for getting it right. right. And then he goes back to the fence and is just like, here's your $250. And he was like, oh, I sold that radio and your brother's in jail. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What? Yeah, he goes, I sold it once your brother got arrested. Yeah. And I'm arriving. People like, what? <laughs> yes. There There's, are no record scratches no, in this movie, but by there the way. Needed you're making so many scenes that you're making to be, me sad. Yeah. Because yeah. There's we, even like clubs when it could have happened. We can we can re-edit. Yes, this. I know. <laughs> Famcast edit. <laughs> re-edit the movie, which is just record scratches every ten seconds. Every line of dialogue. Everybody enters a room. Be great. Crickets. <laughs> for the shitty bands mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah but uh yeah so he's like well shit what am i gonna do now mm-hmm. and so he goes to Dwayne, and Dwayne's, you know got his whole gang in his and, and he lives in another slum shithole a God, hovel. it is just yeah it's the worst it's terrible I mean, rats would be like nah <laughs> I'm, I'm good outside. <laughs> Rats are like I got standards. This is this is beneath me. Yeah, yeah but, he but their lair in. has a neat little weapon rack. Yeah, it where does. it's just is it? <laughs> it's almost it's, it's more like an S and M rack. Like, it is sort of like a whip and a paddle. Yeah, yeah, there was like a cat of nine tails and a paddle yeah. and a croquet mallet. Sure. I want to know why both gangs had whips. I don't know, but they never both come into gangs play. Gangs had whips. Yeah. Big fans of Devo. <laughs> sure, that, yeah. Yeah. that works. Yeah, but basically, like, what's his face? Before uh, Hood shows up, the other guy shows up, Cedric shows up first and is like, you know, can I hire you guys as muscle to destroy the neighborhood? Nah. And they do this whole negotiating thing and then right. he leaves and then yeah. Hood comes in 
Or no, Hood was there first because Cedric yeah. comes in and is like, you are hanging with Hood now? How dare you? You know, it's like, no, don't worry about it. Just pay us and we'll, you know, we'll mm-hmm. fuck up the neighborhood. But yeah, Hood basically is like, why'd you turn my brother? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, just helping out the community. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> putting a criminal behind bars. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and then Hood, <laughs> you know, he, he's just like, he makes the whole other, the rest of the gang leave the room. He's like, I just want to talk to you one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Even though everyone's standing literally two feet away behind him listening yeah. in on it, but... But he's like, Dwayne, you know, this has got to stop. You know, let's just end this. And he's like, there's one way to stop it. And he's got a deck of cards. Oh, this God, and it's so good. And it, he's like. One. Yeah. <laughs> one. And he pulls out an ace of spades. Yeah. He's like, one. Like, in the box. Going to do this. <laughs> this is my town. And then whoosh, two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Says some other dumb thing. And then yeah. whoosh, three. This also. And then yeah, well, don't he says forget. three. You got to leave town. Yeah. I don't even remember what the second one was. Leave uh, Dixie alone. Or yeah, leave, or, yeah, leave yeah, Dixie Dixie's alone. mine. Who cares? But yeah, the third one, he's like, three, yeah. leave town. Because as he's leaving, he whips out another. Don't forget, whoosh, I'm the king. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls out a king card. It's like, I've never seen someone threaten someone else with a deck of cards before. I like and I've seen all the gambler movies before. So, I mean. Yeah. But then, and and this is when Eric LaSalle shows up. He's like, hey, man, is everything cool? Yeah. Everything all right? Yeah. And he's like, Eric LaSalle yeah. with his whip. Yes, with his whip yeah. again, finally. <laughs> Over his shoulder. And my whip. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he's like, nah, we're good. And yeah. they leave, and that's when Cedric comes. He's like, trash the neighborhood. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I'll pay you. But before this happens, though, they, like, all the people, they cut back to all the people in the town. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, my God, they've gone to their congressman or whatever he is. Yeah. Because they shut off the gas to their homes. Councilman. To try and force them out. Yeah. And so they're all freezing to How did they do that, by the death. way? How did they just shut off the gas? White I, people can do whatever they want to yeah. do. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. But so, and, 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 and what the best part is the councilman is just like, oh, well. That sucks. Well, we'll, yeah. dis- we'll discuss we'll, it, we'll at, discuss the it at the yeah. town, ca- town city meeting. And they're like, if we're still alive by then. <laughs> well, that's because like the reason they went to them is because the lady with all the kids, one of her kids was being <laughs> oh, wheeled right. away. Froze, to death. Like, froze like, to death. Was she dead? I no, don't know. she was not yeah. dead. Oh, she she, she wraps at the end, but no, she yeah, was not. True. That's right. She's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny Tim, yeah. who did but not die. She froze into a coma. Their way, their solution to this is... They get the guy, the greasy, nasty, trucker-looking plumber guy. The who, oil who, man. Who pumps the gas. Oh, Daniel Plain. Oh, yeah. oh, I really don't want to talk about this. And scene. No, they, we, we, we talked out about the single ugliest prostitute the, the village I whore. have ever seen yes. in any movie. Yeah. She's the village whore. And I've seen a lot of prostitutes in a lot of movies. Okay, I'm glad but, you clarified that. <laughs> this one is... Have you ever driven down Phillips Highway at night? I have. <laughs> this... No, Gross. this one is worse than any of those. Even when I'm drunk, I won't pick She's up. like the ghost of Hooker's past. Yes. <laughs> yes. She yes, she's a skeleton with you know a lot of makeup on. You know what she reminds me of? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? The, yeah. The part where the the woman looks from behind like Jessica Rabbit and turns around and just that yeah. ghastly, that's what she that's, looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A man! <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, they she lures oil guy into her house, and it's so weird because he has a look of just just horror on his face, but he's yeah. also eagerly participating in this. So I would think you the say actor was. <laughs> I would. <laughs> you already would. had that month. <laughs> I, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So they are distracting him so they can basically steal the truck and drive around and pump oil into everyone's mm-hmm. house. So they're, so they're Robin Hood again. start glowing red with heat and everyone goes, oh, heat, come everyone heat. There's heat here. Oh, and they all just run over to the, you know, and do the generic, like rub their hands together. Like oh, heat. Yay. So 
They yep. give the neighborhood heat. Yeah. They steal again. Yes. They steal. Yes. But it's okay. It's okay. These people it's okay. would die if not for that. The, yeah. There's the stealing the Robin the, Hood the, thing. Yeah, there's the, the Robin Hood thing. But they're stealing a stereo, and then there's John Valjeaning. Yeah, it's exactly. okay. Yeah. You know, these people the need radio. Well, no, I mean, like, poor like, little tiny t- Tina, well, the, or what a girl was like, going <laughs> to die yes. because she was freezing to death. And, yeah. uh, hey, rapper. Hey, rapper. Hey, rapper. Rapper. I was going to say Tiny Tim, but so, I was like, oh, I think I was a girl. Yeah. She was so bundled up. But no, I mean, they stole from the grocer in the beginning, and now they steal from the little They're stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the radio thing... Do you think thing, that grocer was rich? I think he was richer than they were. Compared man. to all those people, he was rich. He had all the food, and he has none of the other people had too. food. But he could have fed them with those other cakes that fats didn't eat. Let's not gloss over the hooker scene. Uh-huh. It's horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Would yeah. you say because whore? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I would. Yeah, but he they... Would. <laughs> she's like taking off clothes slowly, and... It's a ghastly strip. And he gets to a point where he's just so eager to rip off his pants mm. as he's laying on the bed that mm-hmm. he leaves around his knees and then starts rolling around in his red and white hearted boxer underwear and just it's very slapsticky and weird and I'm just, surprised it wasn't sped up yeah it's that kind of scene that would be sped up I for wish extra it would hilarity been, it would have been over faster <laughs> yeah because yeah. you've got the double whammy of she's gross and then he strips down to his boxer shorts and there's lots he's of shots like, of just his crotch where it's uh, just like he's struggling to get pants off and so here's yeah. his batch area and it's just like yeah there's a straight up tape shot <laughs> it's like thanks i didn't need to see that yeah and uh, then eventually they they give the signal that <laughs> that they've stolen all the gas and have brought the truck back to where it was supposed to be yeah. which is fans coming into the room well yeah and, and and she goes oh my god my husband's home my husband you have to hide hide under the bed yeah Durr. and so and i mean and this is one of those scenes where like the bed is like three feet off the ground right so like you know he can barely get it. She's like any reasonable human being there. would see that there's a giant 300 pound man under the bed, right? But it's fats, so he sits down and and he's like he can he can barely contain his laughter he's at the whole thing as he giggling as like he an makes idiot. a point to stand on the guy's hand and bounce up and down on yeah, the bed, which is making cartoon bed. sounds and, mm-hmm. and she's like, honey, why don't you go in the kitchen and fix me a sandwich or something? <laughs> you know, and yes. fats is like green light, man, <laughs> free food, yeah. So he goes, and then and she the, shoves him out. And, and she makes the guy pay. Yeah. Give me all of your money. No, she asks, For where's lunch my lunch, lunch money? Yeah. yeah. And, and so he, he just hands her, her a, a wad giant of, wad of cash. Oh, you can't see me shudder <laughs> on, if you're not watching the live stream. It's just gross. <laughs> Douche chills oh, over it's there. Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it is seriously hideous yeah. what, what yeah. happens. But, but it allows everyone to get oil, and everyone's warm. Yeah. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah. But then... Dwayne shows up and trashes the neighborhood. Yes. Just going straight up, like, going to each person we've met and just like throwing a TV out the window or it's like, you know, throwing something in a window when or they going, destroy the convenience store. Oh. The old woman is openly weeping oh, over the cash yes. register. She's I think just, they may have just gone into a convenience store and started trashing <laughs> it and filmed it's it. Quite possible. But yeah, they, they trash the convenience store. That woman is just bawling her eyes grandma's out. windows. Yeah, they, they go to the she hits them with a broom, though. So uh-huh. she got that. The Asian grocer gets oranges thrown at him and then one squeezed into his face. Just horrible. And like there's one guy who's had like this oil barrel burning for like decades and they. Yeah. (laughs) And they dump that over into his house. (laughs) Or into the house that he would have lived in if he weren't homeless. Right. And then Mm -hmm. they go to the the gyro cart. 
and just yeah, like, hey, man. you got a card here? Not anymore. And just uh, knock it over. It's just generic menacing bullshit. You know, it's just like, hey, you got a thing yeah, here. It's just ah. Dwayne like shouting in people's yeah. faces. It's like, ah, you think you're a person? Well, guess what? Yeah, you're not. Yeah. I take your things. Yeah, and they meet up with <laughs> and they meet up with Cedric at the end of it, and Cedric is like, Okay, here's your money. And yeah. they're all like you it's know not what? Enough money. It's not enough. We want more money. Yeah, but they roll them for some more money and then gut punch them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, give us more money. Eh? Yeah. Is this all you got? Punch. <laughs> and he he rolls out and then like just about this time like the whole neighborhood is coming around the corner like ah angry mob you know mm-hmm. these guys are in this well, alley yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Hood's crew they're up. like what have you done to our neighborhood you son of a bitch and but where is Hood at this point he's Hood, what was he, he, doing? he and Dixie went out to that little oh, that's circular right. look over oh, the yeah. city thing, and they're you they're know having like, a tender moment. They were having a moment. They're yeah. like, "Hey, you know, you could rap for money." That's and right. He's like, "I don't want to rap for money." Yeah, he's, it's more him being a wet blanket scene yeah. thing. Like yeah, that. really. Yeah, but so Hood shows up, or no, the Hood's gang shows up, and they're just like, they're they they're kind of they, Donny Brooks. Well, well yeah, yeah, but it's like, but they're almost more like. West Side Story, like not even really fighting, just like ah, we we might fight. We're kind of dancing around. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. weird thing is, is that they're doing the exact same thing they did in the club earlier, and it's just like you know, hey, come on, you want to go? And it's like, okay, dance, fight each other, and then no, they start actually like kicking and punching each other. It's like, wait a minute, this is not how problems are solved in rapping universe here. Mm-hmm. Let's. It's escalated, man. Yeah, this shit's gotten real. And what disappointed me, I was. Solely disappointed in the one dude who came around at the beginning who had that dance battle with the one dude and was like, hey, you and me are friends now and that he participated in all this nonsense. Fuck that guy. How dare he? Mm -hmm. He didn't have the required change of heart. I know. Well, Well, he did another dance. He does does later. Yeah, because because (laughs) then Hood shows up in the midst of this, you know, kind of. You know, gang fight going it's on here. It's a brawl. Ish. Oh, sort yeah. of a brawl. Like I said, they're almost more dancing around like, we might fight, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he comes up and it's just like, you know, Dwayne's like, you and me, let's go. At first, like, he's, you know, not going to fight him. And then he's just antagonizing him to the point that he's like, all right, let's fight. And mm-hmm. of course, Dwayne being the one up at asshole that he's been the whole movie. Yeah. It's like, Ching, knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come yeah. on, Hood. I'm going to murder you now. Yeah. It's like, what is your deal? <laughs> I wish just one character said, man, what is your problem? <laughs> what is? Why do you hate him so much? <laughs> what did he do? He's not that bad Never a guy. explained. Never explained. And then we could get a flashback sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just show us. He's far too pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Hood fights him by wrapping his jacket around his oh, arm. Oh, it's a sweet jacket. Oh, yeah. it's got like a... Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about the jacket. Dragon leopard We haven't talked about most of the uh, wardrobe because we also talk about like what Eric LaSalle is wearing throughout most of this. Oh, yeah. And also Kadeem Hardison's hat. Oh, yeah. his Civil oh, War it, hat. His yeah. leather, yeah. Civil, leather war hat. Civil War cap. Yeah. yeah. It's all, yeah, all leather, black, you know, not, it's not like picking sides of the Civil War, you know, no, but it's yeah. like all black and it's got, but the it's little, got like the little things yeah, across, across, yeah, across the top of the, it. The, it's some big hat. nerd could tell us, you know, by the shape and size, whether he's Please Union don't. or Confederate. Just but, don't. Whatever. But we don't care. I would hope it would be Union. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Maybe. I would hope they could even hope. One of the guys in Dwayne's gang is wearing a giant yeah. fucking confederate flag yeah. on his back but that's you know, sure. you know that's hey just... man that's heritage not hate <laughs> no it's hate especially in Dwayne's game yeah. it's definitely hate it's, yeah yeah but, yeah, but then Eric LaSalle's like wearing like Olivia Newton-John like headbands throughout most of the movie yep mm-hmm. and and a vest and he's a always vest. got a sweet oh, vest yeah, on great sometimes vest. he has like a cartoon on his shirt yep <laughs> yeah anyway god but yeah, the dragon, jacket. the dragon jacket. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And we were when he wrapped it around his arm, we're like, like no, don't hurt the jacket. No, it was it was like a tiger with wings. It, yeah, okay. And flames yeah. coming out of it. Yeah. Like it was like a jet powered. Yeah, it was like a jet powered griffin. It topped the scorpion jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. throwing it out there from Drive. It yeah. topped that jacket easily. Oh fuck yeah! I would wear this jacket. easily. I would wear it right now. 
Yep. I'd wear yeah. it to bed. But yeah, but he's, <laughs> I would never take it off. I would wash off. it first if I were you. <laughs> I would shower in that jacket. Yeah, I would, yes. But yeah, but he wraps around his arm so he can fight him for a little bit. Yeah. And eventually he gets the knife and he's got it at Dwayne's throat. Oh, like right Dwayne's his face. not stabbing Everyone you. from the neighborhood shows up and the grandmother shows up behind him. She's like, don't kill him. Don't kill him, John. Don't kill him. He's like, I'm going to kill him. And we're just like, we're all sitting there. We're like, all right, just come on. Just Chinatown him. Just something. Yeah. Like something. Just something. like you've been a douche nozzle this entire movie. Well, You're I was getting something. I was hoping even Karate Kid too of just you know honk, honk. <laughs> you know just yeah, something. So but no, he just backs up. He's like I wasn't gonna kill well, him. Like we and don't. Get, like hooray. We don't even get the shot of like him peeing his pants or something. You know, yeah, no, nothing embarrassing. Like, oh, no, come on, something. Yeah. Everyone just leaves, and that's when the cops show up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, like after all the shit, everyone's over. gone. So. Like all the cops roll up, and they just see Hood and Dixie walking away, and they're yeah. just like, well. Uh, I guess there's nothing to see here. I figured they were going to arrest him. <laughs> started, I, yeah. Somehow, they you know, around and look at each other like, nothing to see here. Let's, yeah. well, let's just yeah, go, let's I guess. Move along. <laughs> let's get out of here. Donuts? There's a, there's a Euro stand around the corner, isn't there? <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah. Not anymore. God Forget damn it. town. <laughs> Neighborhood's gone to hell. Must be that hood character. But <laughs> this is when they all go to the city council meeting. Yes. Time mm-hmm. to defend their neighborhood from mm-hmm. evil thorn jackass or whatever his name is. Dick Thorn. Thorn Dick. Thorn Dick. Thorn Dick. Dick Thorn. And it's basically over. By the time the scene cuts there, because the councilman's basically like, "Well, yep, you, got you make a good argument, Thorndike. So yeah, it's uh, all legal. Uh, here, here's your neighborhood, <laughs> and not so fast." Yes, he's like, "I have something to say," and he's like, "No, no, order, none of this, <laughs> none yeah. of these shenanigans." But and, pardon me, I have a rap. Well, first, what's this rap you're jugging about? Isn't quite like no, he starts no, off just speaking, in, but in you realize in that he's rhyming. Yeah. And As a couple of people are like, what's this? happening? Well, <laughs> Thorndike stands up and he's like, whatever he has, has doesn't matter. And then that's yeah, when he's Eric a hood who just got out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. And Eric LaSalle like, pops up out of like, nowhere behind him. <laughs> and like, he kind of like very menacingly yeah, raps he fucking him. Menaces him. He's yeah. just like, you will sit down <laughs> or you'll be wearing yeah. a frown. Next time yeah. I won't be so nice. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. My name is Ice. Yeah, because yeah, Thorndike says something like, you're not going to listen to this jibber jabber or whatever. He just like, mm. makes fun of the rhyme, which is like the whitest sentences in this movie that mm-hmm. he's saying. It's nothing, you know, garbage. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but yeah, he, he gets into a full on rap and like a beat picks up in the background. Oh, and Oregon, and, I think. And about, yeah, like how the city Oh, yeah, Church great. Oregon comes in yeah. and, and like, oh, can't stop, won't stop climbing that mountain until we reach the top. Mm-hmm. That's, that's correct. <laughs> and yeah. it just swells like, just <laughs> apparently everybody... the persuasive argument is like the, the entire audience starts, starts rapping along mm-hmm. and then like the council starts rapping along. The chorus along. is the persuasive argument, yeah. really. And it's just like, well, yeah, when they have, hooray! The, <laughs> when they they have like, the, the shady politician guy from earlier clapping along to mm-hmm. the beat. Yeah. Oh, he starts rapping along and with it, it the just, chorus. It just swells and swells until like it's just one big musical sequence and then it kind of very quickly fades to the well, only way that we can well, no, no, because no. it does cut to Thorndike going out to his car in shame because I guess right. somehow legally it has changed. I don't know. I don't know how this council has reversed their ruling and how Thorndike through the been, power of rap. He lost that rap battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. He, so he goes out he to his car. All legal claim when he, was, yeah. when he lost the rap but, battle. Like, the, you know, this all swells and the whole courtroom's dancing and then it kind of very quickly switches to. The only way you can describe it is the Buckaroo Banzai ending. Yep. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. one by one, they, only the good version. They come out and they they rap to the camera and get their you know their credit and, and shows their credit. Yeah. And then, then like, but then it's it it doesn't just stop with like you know their hoods crew. Gang. No. It's like it goes through pretty much the entire cast. But yeah. the neighborhood. Jesus, sweet Jesus, the best 
part about this is the redemption rapping that goes on because Dwayne shows up with his crew <laughs> yep. and Dwayne is rapping like, I'm sorry, friend. And no, I, but he's a like country rapper yeah, because they, they got a little banjo yes. going in the background. So he starts rapping like his apology rock. like, I'm sorry. And then joins up with the march. And then like Cedric also gives an apology rap. And it's like, this is the most amazing thing I <laughs> yes. have ever yeah. seen. I mean, <laughs> uh, Dixie shows up, is awful rapping, gets her oh, little yeah. credit. Oh, but the, she's the, the, only, the only person in the movie who doesn't rap is the record producer. Yeah. He comes out and he's like, he's just like, I want you to sign this. Okay, I'll sign it finally. And they're yeah. like, hooray. And then like, grandma's on there. Yeah. Like, grandma like raps. The, the old the Jewish old woman. Jewish, yeah. Yep. Oh, everyone. The, the Chinese guy. The is like, guy. He's like old Chinese proverb. Yeah. yeah. Give. Yeah, nice to whatever. Be nice to others, or you'll get served. Yeah. you know something like that. I don't, I don't yeah. remember what it Every was. Every cast member gets a line of rap. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and then like it just becomes this huge crowd, and the camera just starts craning up mm-hmm. as the credits start rolling, and you just it's see magic. more and more people coming down the street it to join in the the a, rap party. It is a glorious ending. Yeah, it's a glorious. It's on YouTube, and it only has fifty six views. Ugh. How oh, is this humanly po- possible? We're gonna fix that rule. shit. That's your rule. You got to post that on Twitter. <laughs> Holy God! I totally yep. owns your rule. It's right there. Okay. Thank, thank God this is on YouTube. Okay. So like, post to tweet. This yeah. is how you end a movie. Yeah. yeah. First off, I think we're, we're at the end of the movie because I mean, rest of the credits go and they're just normal credits. We are at the yeah. end of the movie. <laughs> Obvious Stargrove. Oh God! Yes, hundred percent Stargrove. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it can't not be a like, Stargrove. Big giant Stargrove. Dark Rowe. Like We might have to rename because the fucking these Stargrove. songs are awesome <laughs> and they're narrating the action. Yes. Yeah. Snack attack. It gets a snack attack. <laughs> yeah, snack attack alone would get this star growth. Yeah. yeah. And, and the opening song. I mean, the opening song like, is oh, telling you everything that's happening. Yeah. He's getting out of prison and he's going <laughs> Just home. like, yeah, yeah two seconds like, in, we're like, star, star growth. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Like, every single rap follows that same friggin' meter the mm-hmm. entire time. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was like, 80s rap. That was rap. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now for actual proper ratings. Okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and go. go I, I got it. Um, Are you going to style your rating in the, in the form of a rap? <laughs> I, I don't think I want to do that. It'll just throw me off. Okay. Um, As glorious as this inning is, and this inning is glorious. That doesn't rhyme. Absolutely <laughs> glorious. Mm-hmm. You're just rhyming glorious with glorious. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm Kanye West. What are you, Jay-Z? <laughs> yeah. um, I, I can only give this movie three jocks. That ending is amazing. Unfortunately, if there was more rapping and less other musical montage throughout the rest of this movie, I could probably go higher. Mm-hmm. But this is a very, very, very strong three jocks with a very, very strong Stargrove. All right. <laughs> All right, sir. But this is like a you must absolutely must watch this movie, though. Yeah. Th- At this the same is, time, it's weird. For me, it's four jocks. This is an atrociously watchable movie. <laughs> like, it, like yes. it is so... Like, I... I I've gone out of favor with the term so bad it's good, but it is one of those things that's just so bad it is so good. And it is so much fun to watch this movie. It's so weird it because is, like I, I, I you know, because the little brother is the same little brother, like it's weird to me because like most people would look at what we do and I mean we've had the suggestion several times of like watch The Last Dragon, watch The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. The Last Dragon is a very competently made movie. Yeah. It has a lot of goofy stuff in it that's very eighties. You know, like weird little like offhanded racism and things like that. That it was like, oh, that's no big deal in the eighties kind of thing. But that's a very competently made movie, shot well. This is like 
weirdly acted, weirdly shot at times. Well, I and mean, it has some think good about moments it. of it. Like, I mean, the crane shot at the end, that is a glorious way to end a movie like this. And Think about it. Everyone who made this movie. Yeah. Like, like the people behind the camera. Nobody with any authenticity towards rap music right. whatsoever. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You know, it's no. Golan Globes yeah. are not in any way, shape, or form. Hip. Old Jews made <laughs> yeah. this movie. That is yeah. what's amazing yeah. about yeah. it. Is it's like it's through that filter because like Mario Van Peebles, no street credit whatsoever for this. I mean, no, not till New Jack City was he in any way considered hip. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just it's it's such an amazing like just combination of so many things mm-hmm. that should be terrible but become fantastic. But yeah, four jocks. It's not quite a five, but it's an amazing four. <laughs> amazing. That's the only word I can think of. Amazing. I'm <laughs> amazed by this movie. Amazing. You come up with a rhyme for amazing. Um, Laser. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't You're know. You're too white. He didn't take rhyming in school. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't no. get a rap class in, in Rhyming 101 was canceled. Yeah. Um, I desperately was trying to come up with a rap for how to rate this, even though I said I wasn't going to rap again. Um, <laughs> I'm never going to rap again. What? And I'm I'm still <laughs> bouncing between like it's either a three or a four, and I cannot figure out which. It's I'll just I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. All right, because it was the crane shot and <laughs> the crane shot, the crane shot and the jacket. <laughs> those are those I think. Put it over the edge. Hmm. Crane shot at the end jacket. One star we're in. <laughs> Four jacks. I kept having a mental image throughout this movie of being in a room with Mario Van Peebles and Eric LaSalle watching this movie today. Oh, God. Oh, God. And that was bringing me so much joy thinking about their reaction to this movie now. I imagine... like. Eric LaSalle, like, I have no idea what Mario Van Peebles is doing right now, except maybe begging for food. Direct to video um, nonsense. But I imagine Eric LaSalle would be just cracking up. I would hope. It. He always seems really serious, but I would hope. But so I had that image in my head a lot. And I. Well, 80s Eric LaSalle was pretty easygoing, I think, as far well, as yeah. like, laughable. I mean, yeah, coming I think, to America and this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was he was say, coming was, to America. He was sure. easy to, like, you know, I'm going to make fun of blacks, black culture right now. Right. You know, it's just like, we're doing some goofy shit here with like, <laughs> our hair and stuff. And, yeah. You know, it's okay. Racist. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Eric LaSalle yeah, saying right. it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I just. Racist. I kept watching this and I kept just. Like I, I was covering my mouth at times. I was laughing so hard at just the shock of what was happening on screen. Like I could not believe dance battle broke out. And then ice fucking T shows up doing the most inappropriate mid eighties rap. Like mm-hmm. we were not ready for this ice T you were way ahead of your time. And then, you know, the five neat guys show up to do their, <laughs> there's, you know, just all of this. And while there are some slow parts in this movie, God, the, the, rapping and the numbers and the just the it did everything i wanted it to do and i can't find any fault with it so i have to give it five jocks this is just brought I, my stop my side still hurt <laughs> from the laughing that i was trying to stifle throughout from this, the laughing <laughs> from the, the laughing Aye. so this was just what i needed I needed this. I needed rapping. <laughs> yeah, it, it caught me so off guard that I enjoyed this movie as much as I did. Yeah, I thought it, it was. Is, I thought it was going to be awful. I thought terrific. it was going to be like, wow, this is embarrassing. But it was oh, so good. It's so good. So 
Yeah. This is one of the best, like, happiest ending things. Like, just a, a glorious conglomeration of an ending since, like, I mean, like, we don't get many movies like that. that no. Like, I mean, the ro- the ending of Robot Jocks is amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, the way it leaves you, it's just like, fuck, yes! Mm-hmm. The ending of this movie is uh, glorious. And, yeah. like, we don't we don't get that enough. Like, so so few of our movies are just like, yes, that is how you end a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is great. Yeah. I don't know where on earth you can find a copy. The DVD is out of print, so whatever you've got to do to track it down. Good luck. Do God it. Godspeed. Godspeed. Do it. Do it. All right. Break time? Break time. Let's take a rap break. Rap break. All right, welcome back. Hey, second half. Hey, All right. Half number two. Half number two. Hooray. Podcast. <laughs> I love the second half. It's a great half. It's, it is. It it's may be so the best good. half. So good. Yeah. I don't like to pick favorites, but... Uh, it's so good. I, I like both halves. Equally. <laughs> I hate you. So, so let's talk about some movies. <laughs> let's. Okay. Let's do that. Who watched the newest movie? Not me. Not me. Not I me watched- either. Two old movies, and if I were to review them, they were, they were under heavy cold medicine. <laughs> so that, right. that'd be oh. my only new oh, take I, on them. I, you know, okay. I think I may have watched the the newest movie. It was a documentary. Oh, okay. it was hotness. Yeah, <laughs> dock, it's, dock us up. Yeah, okay. Um, I did. I, I watched two documentaries. I'll talk about the the early or the newest first. Um, I watched the documentary called Craigslist Joe about ah. a dude who tries to make it thirty one days using only Craigslist to find housing, work, food, entertainment, date. That sounds like a terrible idea. It does sound like a terrible idea. Um, and I don't, I don't know if there's any trickery behind it because it, it, if it's a documentary, there is. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it, at the end, you know, executive produce first build executive producer was Zach Galifianakis. So Mm. there's, there had to be some sort of money behind it, but I'm noticing something, you know, I've, I've watched a pretty fair amount of documentaries in the last year, year and a half. They all have the same, the music is all the same in these documentaries. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a gentle little kind of whimsical piano that's somewhat somber for all its whimsy. Um, <laughs> gentle whimsical piano is my Randy Newman cover band. <laughs> Very good. But it's in every fucking documentary. They play this little... Oh, yeah. It's the only royalty-free piano music. I, I guess so. It might even be the same fucking song, but it's every fucking time. Yeah. Um, if there is no radical tomfoolery going on behind the scenes, then it's it's kind of interesting and, and lightly inspiring. What area... Is he surviving in? He starts off in San Francisco, I think, mm-hmm. and then gets a ride up to Portland and then gets a ride to um, Vermont or something and then to <laughs> <What>? New York <laughs> and then down I-95 and over to Tallahassee and then to New Orleans and then back to San Francisco. Wait, he traversed the entire East Coast and then went back out west? No, he went up he the west like coast. A, he went up to he, oh, oh, he, he went, went up, up from San Fran to, yeah. to Portland. Don't be oh, to a, Portland. Okay, okay. And then he, he east across all four two. quarters, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. and I, I don't know how. Like, he, they never show the actual 
posts, the actual Craigslist posts. It's all the, you know, sort of edited sure. stuff. So while I was watching it, I was kind of into it. Like, yeah, this is really neat that these people. Are. And then I started thinking about them. Like, this has got to be like, I really don't want to just call the guy out and say it's outright bullshit. But it seems like there's a very high possibility that it, it's complete bullshit. Well, sure. it seems like it based on, I mean, if you if you've ever done anything with Craigslist, mm-hmm. ha- at least half of it falls apart. Yeah. I mean, someone doesn't call you back or whatever. And that happens. Like, it, yeah. at one point, he's in New York City and... New York City. Yes. <laughs> Get a rope. <laughs> Old El Paso. Um, <laughs> but he's in New York City and he... Both of his... He, like, made two different plans and they both just fell apart and he ended up sitting on the street in the fucking cold oh. in New York City for several hours. But... Is that it, when the cop gave him boots? Yeah, that's the story. No, one of the people who is at this one place that he randomly ended up in came back and was like, oh, I told you that I didn't have any room for you to sleep, but now you've got, oh, this is a Zach Galifianakis joint. You've got a place to sleep tonight. Uh, That's mm, what I think happened. The producers juiced it. Yeah, that's, uh, it it had to be. Yeah. Had to be. There's no way she just comes back after telling this random guy no, like, I want to think people are that nice, but people aren't that nice. Yeah. And nope. It's just hard to trust a situation like this. I yeah. mean, it's just... Especially when you see, like, there's so much... The credits are so long for for just like, oh, it's just a little old me documentary, me and my camera guy. The credits are like a major motion picture fucking credits. They're an hour yeah. and a half long. Hmm. Um, so it's... I almost had a good takeaway from it, and then that kind of... It's like oh, okay, a lot of these documentaries mind. that are like situational like this, where mm-hmm. it's, I mean, like the supersize me and things like that. It's like, I have a hard time watching them because like, so, you know, the guy was like, oh, I'm going to only eat McDonald's for 30 days. It's like, well, the way he went about it was completely stupid. Like he went for like the worst things. Yeah. Possible. He always supersized. It, yeah. Like, basically. well, it was just, just like, you know, like first day I was like, okay, let me get the largest, most calorie things in one day. Oh, three days later, I'm puking. I can't imagine why. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> because you know, you know, how about, how about you get the breakfast sandwich, then like a salad. And then, you know, like, I mean, you, I'm not saying it's a right. good idea to survive for 30 days on McDonald's, but you know, the guy pusses out after like four days and like, I'm going to die. Well, He's, yeah, you've yeah, done it you're the taking the worst ex- way. You're, yeah, yeah. You're taking the absolute extreme right. and you're not leaving room for can you survive 30 days without killing yourself on McDonald's? Right. And the answer is yes. It's not a good idea, but yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously well, it's, it's when you're going for the issue of whether you're making a documentary or you're going for a specific viewpoint. Right. Because right. true documentaries are supposed to be neutral about what they're doing. Exactly. Whereas stuff like Morgan Spurlock's work is, Everything I want to get this agendized. outcome, yeah. so I'm going to do this. Yeah, he's got an agenda. Yeah. And the thing, the problem that I have with trusting a lot of these documentaries is that all it takes is like one thing not to happen and then you don't have a documentary. Right. So for a story to be told through these things that somehow seems to have a beginning, middle and end always seems so fake to me that Mm -hmm. someone has to be pushing something along to get the result they want because otherwise there is no movie. Right. I mean, there there are very, very rarely happy accidents when you're making a documentary. I think that uh, Bret Hart documentary 
that just was filming just a bunch of random shit. And then all of a sudden that whole thing went down was the most happy accident of any documentary of all time. Cause otherwise that was just a profile of some wrestlers and here's the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just, I have a hard time seeing and believing that, Oh, I, here's the premise of my documentary. And then it gets executed yeah. right. to the right. extent that I want it to be executed. Yeah. And because I Sometimes think if I you, went on Craigslist and was like, I'm going to try to survive 30 days with Craigslist, I think by the end of the first day, I would be sleeping in the bus station. Right. And that would and be the almost, end of the documentary. Like, he almost does that a, a few times, but it always works out. That's what I'm saying. Like, something always works yeah, out, just, except that one time when it's like, oh, here's the sad music. Yeah. And he's sitting in alone on the sidewalk. With um, his cameraman. Right, with his cameraman. <laughs> Who has a cell phone. Right. And, the, the, well, the guy does have a cell phone on the laptop, okay. you know, and okay. he's got a means to, to get on and, and, and get things done. But, like, Tignataro is credited somewhere in there as having actually appeared in it, and I didn't notice her. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's not super famous, but people know who she is, sure. you know, and and she's gotten yeah. a lot of, like, big shout-outs from people who are way bigger. Um, so she's not... She's on not unknown. And then... He almost has like a research team on the in the credits. It's something that's very similar to like people who did all this research for me. And I'm imagining that like people this probably, had to be set up. Well, people probably researched the locations and were like, "How probable is it to get this specific thing in this specific region? Like, Possibly. this is the best region to get a ride. This is the best region to get a couch. This is the best region for this." Yeah, because or just people that are like, uh, "All right, he." We're in San Francisco. Where can we get? Let's find somebody like mm-hmm. 12 people in a room that report to him or, yeah. or whatever. But I don't know. It it almost had me. Almost had me. So despite all that, is it worth watching? It's kind of interesting. Like if you can if you can kind of suspend your disbelief for the for the duration. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining um, enough. It is entertaining. And some like even if even if these are things that got set up, there's still some interesting characters and some interesting situations that they, that they find themselves in. Um, See, I think the biggest problem that documentaries have now is the fake documentary. And I don't mean like the Christopher guest stuff or the paranormal activity, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean like the Joaquin Phoenix movie and catfish and stuff like that, where it's like, we're going to make this look and sound everything like a real documentary but guess what six months later we're gonna tell you it's total bullshit what is the catfish thing because i've missed that i they they still haven't come out and said it was fake right yeah i think they have did they i think so yeah i haven't i didn't keep up after i I think that came out like because there's a fucking tv show now catfish the show a a 30 second It, it like online relationship guy is in online relationship and then finds out it's someone it's not but goes out to meet them and then you know, doesn't just, find out until they surprise go for a visit yeah. to this and person. And it's like, oh, you're not even close to that person. You're a homely person and you've been making all this up. What's the matter with you? Gotcha. That kind okay. of thing. So that's, yeah. so that's that, another that thing. That explains well, when the Manti Teo, the football yeah. player yeah, thing exactly. broke out. Yeah. They're like, oh, he got catfished. Yeah. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is a catfish? That's, I mean, I know that's it's it. a little yeah. you know, mudfish thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it was just Catty. weird the the advertising for catfish the movie mm-hmm. was like it almost played out like a horror movie yeah it did oh yeah i, I mean it looked like it was gonna go totally saw or something like yeah, he was gonna yeah. Get there and like you know? yeah like it was just blair witch at the end it was right. just like oh that that's oh, why huh. i decided to watch it because it got me it was like yeah that's i was about? all about seeing that and then yeah. you and then i found out what it actually was i was like eh. yeah never mind yeah 
Meh. Yeah. Catfish. Meh. 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 So what was the other documentary you watched? Um, this one was a little bit old. It's uh, it's actually it's kind of weird. It's a documentary about um, this guy from one of those like Ural Mountains countries who is coming to the U.S. to kind of learn about our culture. Oh, Borat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen that one. So that's a good documentary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, he Can't is. believe all that stuff was on film. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, it Part of the continuing series of me clearing out my Netflix, Netflix DVD queue. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was one of those, it's so culturally pervasive somehow mm-hmm. that I'd I had to I had to put it on the queue so I could watch it and just get what everybody's fucking referencing. Oh, you actually are talking about Borat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was I'm, joking. I thought. You, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, no. I actually watched. Okay. okay. I, I get it. Huge mistake and watched Borat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's not a documentary. I know. Okay. Yeah. I, I, it's I'm just a guy very, bothering people. Yeah. It, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just there's some parts that are actually funny, and those are the parts that are like the non shockumentary or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it parts, the parts where they're trying just to be funny. Yeah. As opposed to the parts where they're trying to just be assholes to people. I yeah. can't stand that. That, that part, like the dinner party scene, mm-hmm. yeah. stuff like that makes me so like angrily uncomfortable where they keep prodding people yeah. into giving them the weird responses yeah. they yeah. want. Yeah. Like what is good, you know, just like, to kill a Jew. Yeah. The yeah. guy's like, like, well, like, if I respect, you're looking for home defense, <laughs> yeah. then yeah, I respect like the driving instructor guy because yeah, he was like, he was, he was just so normal and like, I guess he's maybe he's just used to dealing with complete assholes or something. <laughs> but that guy, I was like, I love that guy because he he's never, just, he just just kicked him out of the car. Yeah, he was like, like the most patient human it. being on the planet. Well, that's I well, mean, you have to be, sale, to be yeah. A, yeah. you have to be to be a friggin' driving instructor, um, but. Like I said, there were some parts that honestly made me laugh out loud. Me sitting alone on my couch watching a movie, I don't laugh out loud that often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple parts that got me, and the rest was just, oh, God, why why did this, like, how did this get made? And I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the Pam Anderson thing at the end was scripted or not. It At that point, seems, I didn't even care. I, I was just like, just end. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I got 10 minutes in and I was seriously considering shut it, shutting it off. Yeah. Um, but I, I soldiered on because I had nothing else to do. And it's <laughs> a good way to soldier on. Yeah. yeah. And is that scene, is that bravery? No, I don't think no, it is. I, yeah. So I, I guess it doesn't qualify for soldiering on. I, no. I lazed on. Yeah. Bravery I, through yeah. sloth. I right. didn't sleep. Right. Um, <laughs> Bravely stayed awake. Right. It was a stuff. Stuff out there. I've yeah. been in the shit. Well, um, you were in the shit, <laughs> but I, I've watched I, the shit. <laughs> that should be our new motto. Um, <laughs> I almost imagine that had to be scripted because that motherfucker would be in jail. Yeah, and he didn't go to jail for that, right? No, yeah. not that we know of. He would have to be like you. Don't assault somebody like that. Yeah, and just unless you're Chris Brown, not go to jail. Or Ray Lewis. <laughs> um, but he's not Chris Brown or Ray Lewis. He's no. Sasha Baron Cohen, who is practically unheard of at this point. Or at th- that point. I think he's a funny dude. I think he, he was funny in Talladega Nights. Yes. I, I think playing a character, he's very entertaining. He's entertaining in um, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. 
I, I think... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I just... I, I think you can make a fictitious Borat movie and have it be entertaining. Right. But just the bothering of actual people irks me. And I think and we've even talked if they're about this stupid before, but, or ignorant yeah. or whatever it is, I just... I can't stand just bothering people for a joke. It's a style of comedy I can't yeah. stand. Yeah. It's like... It just makes me uncomfortable. Well, I just want to curl up into a ball. There's a line where you can do that and still get away with it being funny. But the Borat, Borat and Bruno, because I, I think I talked about yeah. having watched Bruno. Yeah. They, when he does that, he instantly, he just leaps across the line with no hesitation. Mm-hmm. And it really slaps you in the face as being unfunny. And yeah. it's, it's hard to digest. And I, I kind of wish like, I don't remember the Ali G show. I don't remember it being that bad. It's not. I mean, we, t- we talked about this before, but yeah. most and of the time, Ali- that was always coax people to come into his situation. Right. Yeah. And, not, and like, not make it go into make their it be, situation. Make, make it become uncomfortable. Like, why are, you, why are you not just walking off the set right now? Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was always the thing of like. Yeah. It was. It, plus, yeah, he was I, always I, in the same character of like, he was. The, the actual Ali G character was never. Offensive in the way that the other ones were, like in their face, it was more like I- I'm offensive because I'm I'm playing somebody who's really stupid, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to necessarily like say the shocking things that you know the other ones did. It seemed like I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was just more maybe more honest or more like if you let somebody come to you and then you do crazy things and they just sit there and kind of like, oh, okay, all right. But when you foist yourself upon people, right. like like in Borat, um, it's 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 odd. And yeah. I don't know, it was just, it was weird. Yeah, it's, it's just a, that, that thing's time has passed, really. I mean, yeah. really, that whole style of comedy or whatever you want to call it. In 10 years, that's going to be the time capsule. We look back and go, Jesus, what the hell were we doing yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 2000s? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're be, like, we look at 80s antagonists, and yeah, we're going to be like, right. holy shit, why, yeah. those this guys guy. were great. How come he didn't get murdered on camera? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Mackie, what did you watch? Uh, I played the pinball table in Pinball FX that had Empire Strikes Back on it, and then I was like, oh, I need to watch Empire Strikes Back again. <laughs> oh, how, how is that? Yeah. <sighs> I can't say enough about the third act of that movie. Okay. Like I posted on Twitter or whatever, but the carbon freeze scene is literally perfect. Mm -hmm. Like it is one of the best scenes ever filmed because everything from music to the performances to the way that set looks, everything about it is literally perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, and to think that the, I know line was improvised right then just worked out is amazing. And then the amazing thing is 13 minutes later, it gets fucking one-upped by an even better scene that yeah. closes out that movie. That It's insane to think. And I just, and watching it, it was weird because I miss movies that look like that. Like the grain, the lighting, just, I guess with the, with you miss film shitty technology. Yeah. Well, well, with, well, no, there's a harshness to that movie. It's really like, it sort of fits the theme of the direness of the situation. Yeah. yeah. But just just the look of it, like you can't replicate that with HD and with CGI effects and, you know, digital cameras and all that. Like no matter how many filters you use, you can't get that weird, soft lighting that that movie has. Yeah. And that little bit of graininess that's in there, Mm -hmm. you know, but obviously that movie looks phenomenal on Blu-ray. But 
Yeah, I've I could watch that movie. I've seen it hundreds of times now, and I could watch it hundreds more and never get bored of it. Especially just because of that third act, which is I can't think of a popcorn movie that does anything like that better. It's certainly up there. Yeah. I mean, you know, and like I said, back. the movie I've seen, everybody on the planet has seen, so. Yeah, yeah. including your rival show. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, those guys those were around before us, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys took a week off and some guys came in. And... Yeah, a bunch of dicks. <laughs> Hackers. I heard they killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the rumor. Yeah. But yeah, that's Something all happened. that's all I've watched. I've been so busy packing that I just haven't had time to watch movies. Fair enough. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, you guys. Like I said, I was on lots of medication, so I was like kind of sort of watching movies while I was dying in my chair. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was HDNet movies or Sony Movie Channel. Something was like, I, I flipped it on just in time to start watching Chinatown. Strangely enough, we were just talking about that in the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then right after that, they played the, the two Jakes. Oh. Which is a lot better than I remember it being. And maybe that was just the cold medicine. <laughs> that movie's a, maybe. That, that, that movie's paced a lot better than I remembered it being. The second one. I just remember that being kind of like a, eh. Well, it, there was so much anticipation for that movie. Yeah, I mean, you can't make a sequel to one of the greatest movies ever written. No, but I mean, and like, the same writers were on board and everything. That doesn't always translate. No, I'm just, say, I'm just like, saying, like, <laughs> it, it's, it's actually... years later? Yeah. It actually plays fairly well, I think. Yeah. I think I think time has been kind to that movie as a sequel. Um, yeah, I yeah. think I think probably enough time has gone by where you're like, I would like more Chinatown. Oh, there's this whole other movie. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Yeah. I just, there's still little things. Like I remember the first time I ever saw Chinatown, like the little, little behind the scenes touches and stuff like that, when that you can read about and, mm-hmm. and some of that movie. Like I, I love the fact that like there were certain scenes that weren't rehearsed and like people weren't told certain lines of dialogue so that when Jack Nicholson goes to see John Houston and he accuses of him sleeping with his daughter mm-hmm. and like, he didn't know that was coming and he was banging Angelica Houston at the time. Yeah. So it was like this really weird, uncomfortable moment in the film that's captured and is real because like he was like, oh, shit, you actually are you doing a thing with me now? Like, are you messing with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just like little stuff like that. I think is, is pretty yeah, great. It's still weird to me that that and Godfather Part 3 came out the same year. Yeah, like, it was a weird and, year. And they both kind of had that same reaction where people are just, you know, I, I think a lot of it was how dare you make these there's a lot of that it was like too much and time I think is, what are you doing why so many critics just like savaged them you know and then yeah. you have sofia coppola just shitting all over the movie but so godfather makes 3 it had easier. problems yeah it, i mean it's not flawless but no. it's not i don't think it's bad no but it's just like it's just when you have that expectation of yeah. this is a sequel to one of the best movies ever made yeah which same thing with two jakes it's what was it what, what year did those come out 1990 90 yeah. so isn't yeah. the same year as goodfellas Yep. Uh. Yep. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. Yep. 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 Yeah. Which is probably one of the. I mean, besides Godfather one and two, is probably one of the best gangster movies of all time. Well, mm-hmm. moods changed, and you know, temperaments changed. Well, I'm just saying. I changed. mean, like the, one of the things that's weird about the um Godfather Part Three to the to the first two is like there's very little swearing and stuff like that mm-hmm. in in the first two. I mean, there's some more in the second one than the mm-hmm. first one, yeah. but like I mean, the, the third one is just like fuck, 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 <laughs> and it's like. It's just weird because, like, you're in this universe of, like, The Godfather where it's, like, it's almost like the squeaky clean look. I mean, there's still violence, but it's almost this sort of squeaky clean look at gangsters. And then mm-hmm. to just totally change the yeah the milieu of the movie by the third one. But it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, you can do a, a time capsule piece like Goodfellas and it can totally work as a completely yeah. profane movie. Mm-hmm. 
I, like I said, I, I just think that's one of its biggest problems is just like so, so changing the tone of the movie. Yeah. Anyway, what did you watch, Chuck? I watched a Bamfcast favorite. Oh. oh, I watched Cool as Ice, which nice. is really weird now considering what we just watched. Did you watch it like a girl? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, and then I went I went back and listened to the episode so I got all your jokes. Yeah. All right. Jokes. Um I it's interesting. I was surprised I didn't know what your reaction was to that movie. We liked it. I know. I know that now. But yeah. w- when I watched it, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So that when I listened to the podcast, I first of all, I hated the fucking thing. What? It's terrible. It is it so is. Now, I would have had a good time with you guys watching it, and I did laugh a few times during it because mm-hmm. Ice is just the worst thing ever. He is. Um, especially when he drops the piece of ice into her mouth when he sneaks into her bedroom to wake yep. her up, which is just creepy and disturbing in all sorts of ways. We have talked about this. Yeah. Plenty of times. Yes. Um, so I was surprised to hear how gleeful you guys were discussing it because i was like wow i did not have that reaction at all i mean i laughed at it a few times but i was not like hell yeah <laughs> cool as ice mm-hmm. so it's a situational thing i think I, absolutely i think had i watched it with you guys i would have been like <laughs> i still know a knock like everywhere i go <laughs> that's a that's how you yeah that's how i knock now basically that's how you know that one of us is coming into right. the into the house for the studio yeah. is we nil a knock right door. one hit high on top of the door Yep. Grab, grab your crotch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time <laughs> yes. you're the only one that doesn't do it but now you can do it now since i know you've to do it now been you've indoctrinated. Seen, yeah one of us now you yeah. now you've seen how to do it properly yes yes i can do it now yeah i can Very good. now did your jaw drop up drop open when you saw janice kaminsky was the cinematographer yeah for that movie? when i first saw that i was like that's got to be like a typo like no nope. like this is some knockoff dude who's and but then you watch it and you see like there is somebody some with cinematography going on yeah in this movie but i'm just like oh man i can't believe he was like three years out from schindler's list just the good thing about this is that i know you guys had to watch like a shitty copy of it because there is no yeah before netflix put it out yeah on, on streaming um did we watch the tape version yeah i think we did yeah, yeah. we watched the vhs tape um so I watched the Rift Tracks version, which they apparently licensed this thing from Universal. Really? And licensed a high def print of it. Nice. So for them. what you download from them is an actual high def copy of mm-hmm. Cool as Ice. So now, can I you watch th- it without their commentary? You might be able to, but I you didn't, didn't. I didn't. That may have affected your joy of the movie. Well, oh, no. I think so. Oh, yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah. That does change. I mean, I when, don't think my joy would have been higher oh, without them on it. it. Yes. Maybe it would have because it changes the tone when you're going mm-hmm. in like when you're going in to listen to somebody else just joke about the movie on top of sure the experience. Maybe. I think mm-hmm. you almost need to you watch almost it again. need to, yeah. You kind of <laughs> almost need to watch it again for the first time. Maybe you should, I, I, I'm a firm believer that it, when it comes to any bad movie, you should always watch it vanilla. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well played, sir. <laughs> Podcast over. All the jokes have been done. Whenever you watch a bad movie, make it vanilla. <laughs> but yes, no. I mean, the first time you experience anything, it should be the raw, uncut form, and sure. then you go for the jokes. I just, I, I've never like watched a mystery science theater thing. Well, I take, I take it back. I've seen some mystery science theory episodes of weird old movies. Yeah, but like when it was something that I knew I could get and I might be interested in watching prior right. to, I'd always watch it prior to. My thing was that there was no way I was convincing my wife to watch this movie without it. Why did you yeah. have to watch it with okay. your wife? I'd like to spend time with her. 
<laughs> and this was a way you to spend time her, with so her. You don't have to spend and watch a Vanilla Ice movie. So at you the did same watch time. it like a girl. Yeah, yeah. I okay. guess I did with a girl. Yeah, <laughs> did you put? Did you make her ride a horse? Did you no. scare her horse? No. Yeah, what's funny about that is like I we pointed it out on the first first time we watched it is you know we were like oh it's Rebel Without a Cause but it's a lot closer to the wild it's the one. wild one yeah 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 like like a lot closer because like the bikes get broken down and then yeah. he's trying to impress the sher- the yeah not the sheriff's daughter but you know ish might as well be it's just so funny now especially now watching rapping like we did and you want to talk about a time capsule movie which they mm-hmm. both are but oh, I yeah. I think rapping is infinitely a better movie oh yeah because like even cool as ice doesn't give you the the horrible rapping shit that you want except in a burst at the beginning and then a burst at the end Mm -hmm. you know it's like he's not integrating his rap into the movie he's just dude lounging around for the whole movie yeah inexplicably i don't know who he is or what he does or why he's there of indeterminate age right yeah (laughs) so Oh God, he's so terrible. <laughs> he's so oh, terrible. Yeah, he's great. He's just a disgusting person. Yeah, just looking great. at him, I was just like, God, you were just gross. Just everything about you is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at you. Put Michael Gross back on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Michael Gross. Poor Michael Gross. No, poor Michael Gross. Nothing. That dude will do anything that's handed to him. Yeah. Didn't he make that same year as Tremors? Did they come out the same year? Ninety. Was- yeah. Yeah. Tremors was uh, this might have been a year later. Yeah, I, I just think the amazing thing about Cool as I Still is that like it, it missed it missed its shelf life. Yeah, like it it had a very specific time it had to have come out in, mm-hmm. and it missed it. Yeah. yeah. So it's I can't even so that, imagine it, that to me contributes even more to the time capsuleness of it. Is they would have like, had to start making it like. Well, they had to make when it he when was, he was hot. When he was hot, and by the time a, a movie gets out, I mean it takes. Six months oh, post production, whatever seven you know, decades to, get out. to make. Yes, I they do. <laughs> well, I think I think the biggest offender of that of all time has got to be the Justin the Kelly movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You, mentioned, like, you mentioned that on the show, I mean, and, I mean, and also like, the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Yeah, because just, well, I mean, like that had a shelf life of like what three weeks before yeah. people were like, "Fuck, I don't yeah. give a shit who." Yeah, and nowadays, like, none of that shit can happen because no. we no. burn through everything. Uh, you, you have know? to. Almost, I mean, like Harlem Shake is already dead, and that's like what a week and a half old. Yeah, YouTube well, no, it, kills it was, everything. It was dead within like sixty minutes of it being posted. Yeah, yeah, like. It made it to like two days later. It was on some shitty midday sports show. Oh yeah, well, once the, when, morning once the news Miami does it, Heat did it, oh, well, that's yeah. when it was officially. Well, it was, like, I think it was over. When before anyone that. famous gets involved with it, yeah, that's sure. officially when it's over. I think and that, it's like that. That's why that shit can't happen anymore. Is yeah. we have this. You know, we don't have a a big. We don't have a burn that, time anymore. Yeah, yeah, there's no burn time. It's all. <laughs> yeah, like all right, you guys are done making pope jokes. It's been ten minutes now. Shut up. Yeah, you know that's kind of. But I mean, like, even like Spice World, you know, there was, that was at the tail end of them as well. Like, they were big. I think that still hit. That still still hit. It still hit, but it was still at the end of them. They they had a longer shelf life. They They did. They weren't a one-hit wonder. No, they did and do. I think that it lasted longer in the UK as well. Well, sure. So, they were like, oh, whatever. Okay, we're over this fucking. knighted over there or whatever. But, uh. I, 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 it's just you don't get that anymore. Dang ginger spice, ginger fucking spice. <laughs> We're the spice fucking yes. <laughs> Fuck you. I just think it's interesting that that in a way Hollywood actually wised up a little bit in that whenever there's a music sensation now, 3D concert movie. Yeah, that's their thing. They don't try to shove Justin Bieber into a 
let's do a Brando remake with you in it. It's no, let's just film your fucking concert, make it in 3D, and everyone will mm. love it. You know, Jonas Brothers, all that yeah. shit. I mean, the only person that could probably pull anything remotely like that off, like having it be an actual movie, yeah. would be Justin Timberlake at this point. Well, he's been in actual movies. Yeah, but I mean, like, if they were to <laughs> make it, like, fuel. Justin Timberlake has misadventures, you know. I, I'd watch while that. While performing. God, yeah, I'd oh, so watch I was that. Say, he's probably the only one that could kind of had pull that off. Too. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're never with the performing thing, but yeah. 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 God, I would watch, like, a fictitious Justin Timberlake have misadventures yeah but now, totally now he's fucking watch that now he's already too big for something like that he yeah. doesn't even need it new album though it's time yeah. bring it back to musical thing make that movie <laughs> musical movie up. yeah white people can have sex again hooray all right <laughs> sex he was brought back seven yeah. years ago yep. he's hey. returning again so yeah i'm i'm caught up on the ice all right but you did not share the joy that we did not to the extent that you guys did i i you guys like the the cinematography and all that weird shit at the old people's house a lot more oh, than I did. Yeah. I was like, God, stop this shit. This, oh, this Tim Burton puke nonsense. Nah. <laughs> great. Loved it. So, yeah. How but about I, some, how about some correspondence or did you have something else? No, 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 We got some emails. We got some voicemails. Let's do them. Let's start with emails. Shall we? Okay. First one's from our friend, Walter. Hi. Also known as Gwalter. Gwalter? But it's Walter. actually Walter. 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 Interesting. The brand of vanilla ice sunglasses was Gwalter. What? Yeah. <gasps> I know. So he says, too much time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bamcast. Too much time on my I haven't seen Sticks. <laughs> I love sticks. Oh, they made that? Yeah. Oh, cool. Sticks on. All right. Hey, Bamcast. Hey. I haven't sent an email in a long time, so I thought it, w- thought it was time. I'd like to leave a big suggestion. Ooh. You guys should do a special month on killer shark movies, a sharkathon, if you will. Okay. If you decide to do it, I would suggest the Shark Attack trilogy, especially the first and third, since the first has Casper Van Dien yes. and Ernie Hudson. Yes. No need to say anything else. Nope. And the third one stars John Barrowman from Arrow. It's directed by <laughs> by David Worth from Arrow. From Arrow. <laughs> That's what he Arrow's put. John Barrowman. <laughs> Not <laughs> Doctor Who and Torchwoods. Nah. <laughs> Nah. But it does have the most classic yeah, bad line of all yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, it's directed by David Worth, the director of Kickboxer, and it's a ripoff of the first Jaws, copying music and several lines of dialogue. Really? Oh. It's a ripoff of Jaws? <laughs> I, remember that, I remember that line of dialogue from the original Jaws yeah. in, in Shark Attack 3. Yeah, yeah Richard Dreyfuss says it. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you come back here? And I'm really yeah. tired. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. One final suggestion would also be Cruel Jaws, the unofficial fifth Jaws movie from the director of Robo War and Shocking Dark, aka Terminator Two, unofficially. Anyway, I'll leave you to your work in podcast awesomeness. Peace I love out. unofficial sequels. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making another Terminator movie. It doesn't really fit in, but it's gonna be. One. I don't know if we do an entire Shark Month, but I think Killer Animal Month is a possibility. We have the Lou Diamond Phillips Shark movie. Oh, yeah, see, that's that's a given. We need Lou back. Wait, well, let we're, me, we're still holding off for two Lou Boogaloo. Two Lou Boogaloo, yeah. yeah. But that, and that's one <laughs> of the ones in it, because it's Lou Diamond Phillips, Christy Swanson, and Coolio. Oh, God, the Coolio Principle. Coolio <laughs> Principle. Oh, it's you gotta test be good. the Coolio Principle. It's, it's been a be long time. <laughs> yeah. Since the Coolio test. It's called Red Water. The effect. <laughs> red Water? Red Water. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Get it? Blood. But the other movie in the, in the Tulu Boogaloo, for those wondering, many people suggested Route 666. Yeah. It's still sitting here. Yeah, hey, we talked about that for years. Yes. 
There's some movies we talk about for years, and yeah. we're like, maybe we should yeah, we watch, should watch that. that. And then watch we it. have a week like this week where we're like, I don't know yeah, what right, we should right. watch. And we're like, <laughs> no, let's not watch any of that stuff we talked about for months. Nah. Nah. I, we did okay. Well, cause it's, cause the problem is like sometimes something like that, we, we for whatever reason, we lump it in like, oh, it's got to we got to do it with this or it's part of this theme. <laughs> we got to do the two And then we're like, uh, it's not time to do a theme yet. We just finished one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of themes. Oh. Dave, <laughs> you got an email from Dave. Oh, okay. Right. It says right. the best theme month idea you'll see in this email. All right. Huh. I agree. Hello, Bamcasters. <laughs> Dave from North Carolina here with a recommendation for a theme month. What's up, Dave? A few episodes ago, you mentioned Chill Factor as the first Cuba Gooding Jr. movie <laughs> mm-hmm. you should watch for the podcast. I agree, but think that you should make a month out of it and just have Cuba Gooding June. <laughs> <laughs> well Chill played, Factor. Well played. <laughs> Good job, Dave. You broke Chuck. I'm proud of you. Chill Factor. I don't think I have to sell you guys on this one. Nope. The Devil's Tomb. Gooding as an action hero. Valerie Cruz as a CIA agent. Ron Perlman as an archaeologist. And Henry Rollins as a mysterious priest. (laughs) I'm going to repeat and read it slowly. Henry Rollins as a mysterious priest. Sure. Directed by Sean Connery's son, Jason. Oh, wow. Lightning Jack. Paul Hogan, who also wrote the film, is an outlaw in the Wild West. (laughs) He takes a mute Cuba Gooding Jr. hostage and they gradually become friends. Also Yay. features Beverly D'Angelo before she got fat and Roger Daltrey because of course it does. Directed <laughs> by the guy that made Operation Dumbo Drop and Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Uh, mark that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finish Cuba Gooding June off with Boat Trip. 94 minutes of gay panic with Gooding and Horatio Sands accidentally winding up on a gay cruise. <clears throat> At least there's a topless pillow fight and Richard Roundtree, John Shaft himself, as Gooding's father-in-law. From the director of National Lampoon's Bag Boy and Van Wilder to The Rise of Taj. Roger fucking Moore is in that movie. Is he? Yes. Oh, Roger Moore. He's come the gay on. ship captain. <laughs> oh, come on, Roger. Will Ferrell's in yeah, it. Too. Man's got to work. <laughs> Dave's, Dave, he wraps up the email. He says, I love the show, even the parts when Chuck talks and anxiously <laughs> await every new episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One quick question. Have you thought about doing a Bavcast Hall of Fame? <laughs> Annually, you admit a few notable bad movie creators and talk about their careers. I would recommend Stuart Gordon, Dolph Lundgren, and Tommy Wiseau as the inaugural class. <clears throat> Crash and Burn, Dave Out, sent from my calculator watch. I don't watch. think Tommy Wiseau has enough of a film career no, to talk about. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I think he would get in based on his one credit. Right. Yeah, this is true. And, and, I guess and Stuart Gordon. Put, yeah, I think Stuart uh, Gordon obviously. would automatically be the first one. Regardless. Yeah, probably. I've always said, you know, people joking, like, if we could have one c- celebrity interview type thing. Yeah. Stuart Gordon. Or I, Nick Cage. I, well, <laughs> I would love to have Nick Cage. I, well, we should, I, I we think, should seriously have no, an award. I would, I would genuinely love to talk to Stuart I, I, Gordon. I, I honestly I, would. Like, I, I don't not, think not, I'd want to. I'd be uncomfortable talking to Nick Cage. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I feel like talking to even like someone like Gary Busey, it would it would border into the ironic realm, and like I would literally like to pick Stuart, Stuart Gordon's brain. Well, yeah, oh, like you'd like to have an honest, like yeah. in depth conversation with with a Stuart Gordon. But I think like, you could just, have a conversation with Stuart <laughs> yeah, Gordon. But Busey just would a, just be like, "What are you I, talking about? I, hi, how you how you Bifcast doing? <laughs> how's how's it? What's what's a podcast? <laughs> Is it a peanut? I like peanuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I'm be, going to Vermont. <laughs> He and Nick Cage, I would be afraid of either of them turning on me in a heartbeat. Like, if you just ask the slightly wrong thing, just having them, like, you know, bite your face off like that monkey that tore that lady's <laughs> face off. Like, either of them. Or that Billy Bob Thornton interview. You ever see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is one of the weirdest ones ever. Well, there's actually, there's a story about Busey on the web at one of the autograph signings that he was at. And uh, he, someone asked him a question that he didn't like, even though there was nothing wrong with the question. And just 
like went off on the person. And I don't want to hand Busey $20 and have him go off. I think like yeah. he was there with his kid, Jake, and even Jake was like, Dad, yeah. settle down. Slow down. <laughs> and here. Jake's crazy too, so. Yeah. But no, I, I'm all for a Hall of Fame. Okay. Should we do that end of the year? Sure. I think we should get and, trophies made and like ship them to the actual people. Yes. Okay. Because then they will talk to us. They'll be like, hey, I got a trophy. What? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Give them that new card. Yeah. Trophy. Send a new card with yeah. it. Yeah. Like, hey, give us a ring on the Garfield phone. Yeah, call us. <laughs> here's a jingle. A, here's Mr. A, Gordon, here's sir. A, here's a trophy and a credit for a free Redbox rental. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy. Yes. Rent one of your own films. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. They're so we'll send them a signed copy of the podcast where we feature <laughs> <laughs> Yes. A signed MP3. Yeah. Yes. They'll love it. So is that the end of the written correspondence? It is. All Ooh. right. Let's play some voicemails. Hooray, voicemails. I like to listen to them. Hey, I just got back from seeing uh, Oz the Great and Powerful, and it's pretty good. It's really fucking good. Y'all should go see it, because that shit's good. Anyways, they kept saying the wizard in that movie. I was like, oh, fuck, it's the wizard! There weren't, there weren't enough fucking stunts or rocking it, man, so it's kind of like that. I think about it, that movie shit. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was that? I think that's uh, Pervy Crash is my guess. I don't know. That was genius. But yeah. Did, I lost I a little bit there at the end. Like, a, no, it did not. Did he mention? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, you I, lost. I lost. You it. lost, yeah. Because like the translation, which is horrible. <laughs> we've established this on sure. Google Voice. Did he mention something about Clint Mansell doing a soundtrack? Because, like, li- clearly it says Mansell here. He did not say anything no. about that. No, he didn't. I didn't think he would, because, I mean, it's Sam Raimi, and I don't think he's a someone who would work with Clint Mansell. No. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I get, it clearly yeah. says Mansell there, and I was like, I suddenly become slightly more interested if you mm. did the soundtrack. <laughs> no. Next up. Next. Hey, guys, this is Hills from Westwestern, California. I think you definitely watch Rockadoodle for anime. I'd love to hear your take on that train wreck. I'd like to make two recommendations for it. First is the 1992's movie, Hey, These Kids, where a bunch of horrible children destroyed amusement park. And the second is 1988's Light Years, a movie chock full of robots, games, and blue titties. Anyway, keep up the good work. Crash and burn, nails out. Okay, well, we will take these into, into consideration. <laughs> but yes, I think... And anime uh, is filling up quick. Yeah, I think Rockadoodle, I think we've, we've that's a lock now, right? I think so. I think yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the only one we can do. We can't do a month of animation. We lose oh, our God, we'll lose our minds. We can't watch four We've G movies in a row. We, we we had a list going because there was also Rover Dangerfield. Rover Dangerfield. I, you really want to watch hey. that? I I think that's an interesting social experiment. Yeah. I think all dogs go to heaven will give us our Burt Reynolds cartoon action. Wait. wait. Oh no, we can't. We can't do. Wait. Two, wait. Two wait. Don wait. Blues. Why are we I watching all dogs go to heaven? We're not. I was just throwing it no, out. I mean, Rockadoodle is as far <laughs> okay, down the Don Bluth I was, weirdness. Okay. Where I, I, I feel like we should go. I have to pull out my bat and bat you to death. <laughs> Why? Dogs go to heaven is a touching tale. Oh, I see. <laughs> that movie affected you as a child. <laughs> Possibly. Not necessarily. It's just, you know, I don't remember it being necessarily bad. Fair enough. Like, not Bamcast worthy. Yeah, speaking of uh, Bert, real quick. Yeah? We had one on Twitter from uh, John yeah. Pyle. Mm-hmm. Said if we're still looking for Burt Reynolds' Banffcast worthy movie, he suggests Malone, which he also 
That John, John has a nice theory. I have, he calls it the, the VHS, VHS cover hall of fame. Yeah. Where basically something like order of the black Eagle is way up the list because the cover is so amazing. That yeah. You have to watch it. And he, he claims Malone is uh, one of the VHS cover hall of fame. I believe candidates. that's sitting in the pile waiting to go. I yeah. had a still from Malone as my desktop background for at least a year. Nice. I wanted to look at it every day. <laughs> He has a fabulous hairpiece in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One like last it. one last voicemail. Let's get to it. All right. Strolnikov again. Just wanted to say that uh, the two vultures in the Jungle Book are Chad and Jeremy, a forgotten duo. Uh, they they came over with uh, uh, Eric Burden and the Animals and some of these other Mersey Beat bands during the British invasion uh, with the Beatles, or just like, slightly after that. And they're completely forgotten. And I only know them because I know esoteric stuff. The Jungle Book is an awful movie. I'd never watch The Jungle Book again. Uh, I do like Robin Hood. Uh, like, uh, what's his nuts likes Robin Hood. But, uh, you know... Things is things. Strelnikov out. Wait, 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 wait. There was one reason I wanted to play that voicemail. I will go ahead and point out one thing. He knows esoteric things like who played the fucking vultures. He doesn't know BJ's name. That's the point of knowing esoteric things. He doesn't know fan favorite BJ's name. I am not an esoteric thing. I am a mainstream. I am a wildly appreciated and widely appreciated <laughs> right. member of the oh. bad movie reviewing community. Oh, mm. that, oh. That's how I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Yeah. Also, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> we shall now refer to you as <laughs> What's His Nuts. Right on out. And What's His Nuts? Well, at least he partially pre-redeemed himself by affirming that Robin Hood is, in fact, wonderful and yeah, magical. Yeah, that was great. Sure. Sure. And... Way to pull out some really weird trivia about the two of the vultures in mm-hmm. hey, that movie. Some yeah, people read Wikipedia all the time. Well, let's mot the hoople and, you know, like do some contact information or something. Check us out on the website, www.bmfcast.com. Check us out on the socials at YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter.com slash BMFCast. Find us on Stitcher, which is an app for all your relevant mobile devices that will stream our show our happiness and joy directly into your ear holes, those things on the sides of your face. Also, find us on iTunes, search for Bad Movie Fiends, subscribe, rate, and review. We like good ratings and good reviews, but we'll take anything we can get. Finally, give us a call on the Garfield phone, the one, the only, the Bamfcast hotline. That number is 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. Do it, and you too could be famous and attract the gender of your preference in groves. <laughs> yeah. Totally will happen. Yes. Right. Well, we're running a little long, so let's get out of here. I'm always running a little long. Yeah. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Bamfcast Out.